There's a contest for the best Caesar revealed. Meanwhile, Mary Fred needs help buying wheels. Wayne and McMurray attend to help Dicker, but in the end, Mary Fred's the one who closes the deal. That fresh produce stand there, that's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Ferta Friday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one is the most hick. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the vodka-loving Victor. And I don't know if that's true. I'm just stereotyping. Vodka-loving. Well, you know, he's, like he's, he's from from uh, from Russia, or from Georgia there. Uh, <laughs> joining us this week, he's a patron. He's from, he's from, where's my mouse? He's from Massachusetts. Uh, he's an active <laughs> member of our Twitter DM group. He's a good guy. He's a really good guy. Even if he is a Bruins fan, please join me in making some noise for Raymond. <laughs> Where the hell's my? There it is. Oh, wow. Lord. My sister. Okay. Oh, my God. 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 I regret nothing. Welcome to the produce stand, Raymond. How are you tonight? Great. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on and thank you for all your support. I mean, the reason you're on is you're a patron. Uh, this is your first time at the produce stand. How does it feel? It feels great. I've been listening. Uh, basically, I started commuting back to work uh, in the summer. Yeah, just started listening. It's about an hour commute each way, so I have two hours in the car. So I okay. crushed through, you know, nine seasons worth of podcasts. Wow. And I'm caught up. So that a boy to go. Time well <laughs> wow. spent. Uh, the reason it's been a, it was a choppy intro. I'm, I'm, you know, please give me some forgive me because I've got a new setup going on here. I've got a new camera, new board, and so now my soundboard is on this screen. So I'm having to look up. Anyway, lots of excuses, but anyway, that, that's why this is my first time with figure this new setup. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna figure it out as we go. But uh, you know, Raymond, we're happy to have you here. So tell us. I mean, I already let the cat out of the bag. Where are you calling or speaking to us from? <laughs> Massachusetts, <laughs> uh, about 20 minutes south of Boston. Okay. Uh, yeah. And what, what do you do so, there? So I work uh, for a veteran service organization. Mm-hmm. Um, our, actually, our headquarters is in a homeless shelter for veterans. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. We do a lot of other supportive services for veterans and uh, their families. So uh, that's what I do. Very nice. On you, man. Yeah, well done. Nice. Um, cool. And so where, where, when and where did you discover Letter Kenny? So it was at some point in the pandemic, I uh, can't remember when, um, but I saw a lot of the hockey stuff right. and I follow a lot of the, you know, hockey stuff online. So I was like, I'll give the show a shot. I think I watched it in a couple of weeks, you know, early on <laughs> the pandemic and uh, got caught up uh, <laughs> really, really quick. Yeah. Uh, so waited, uh, I don't know, eight, nine months for the new season and really excited that it's finally out. Well, I mean, and you're a Bruins fan. I won't won't hold you that hold that against you, but um, you know, being that as it may, yeah, you get the blue spatula. There you go. You get to see the blue spatula that early. This, I mean, this, you should feel lucky. 
Very few people. Only Chad sees the blue spatula this early in an episode, I got to say. <laughs> Did you guys have to buy a new spatula, Victor, for the kitchen? Because this one, I assume, just lives at the computer now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So th- this is actually a degreed. Uh, Al will understand what degreed is. Oh, yes. The degreed. degreed. What? Okay, yeah. hold on. What, what kind of swag are spatulas? They're giving away spatulas as swag? I don't get that. Seriously. That's not a thing. <laughs> That's the thing. That's I'd be so disappointed if I get a swag bag from a company and in it is a fucking blue spatula. I gotta say, it it's came a, with a very it came with a very pretty chef. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Yeah, I see. Yeah, so yeah, it's kind yeah, of a team yeah. building thing. Oh, gotcha. Sure, right. You got it. Okay. Got all right. It. Well, you know what though? Now Victor's like coined the blue spatula. It's gonna be a thing. We're gonna. It's gonna pop up everywhere. People are gonna be like, you know, you're out of line. Blue spatula. Uh, the other thing, uh, Ray, do I call you Ray or Raymond? What would you prefer? Ray's fine. Ray's fine. Ray's fine. The other thing, Ray, that you're witnessing is is the new uh, Protestan uh, uniform. We're all wearing <laughs> our uh, diabolical coffee <laughs> Protestan hats. Uh, Matt, yeah. I hope you've taken a screenshot because we're going to have to share this. Not up. yet. No? Not yet. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if Victor's going to keep I, his I try, on, to find, I try to find a moment when I take my <laughs> screenshots. It's an art form. Okay. Yeah, usually when somebody's making a dumb face. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's what i'm going for <laughs> all right well how are you now uh tonight's lineup is going to be victor tanya matt al and our guest ray is going to have the final word victor how's your week uh week has been a disaster so i'm glad oh, i'm going shit. first because then 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 hopefully rick because everyone loves raymond he'll he'll uh, bring us up <laughs> at the end but uh uh yeah it's been a crazy week on on uh wednesday i woke up and found out that my dad was rushed to the hospital oh. Uh, they had to, he, he's got COVID, uh, and and my stepmom has COVID, but, but yeah, so he, they, he basically, they diagnosed him with COVID. They called it COVID pneumonia, which why don't you just call pneumonia? Why do you have to call it COVID pneumonia? Why do you have to make it sound more scary? Anyway, so they, (laughs) it's like sharknadoes. What is it? Is it a tornado or (laughs) there's sharks? I mean, they're both sufficiently scary. You don't need to combine the two. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't mean so, to make anyway, light of this. So yeah, no, well you have to though. Right. Uh, wow. so, so anyway, so they gave him, put him on the antibiotics and yeah. they sent him home, uh, because, uh, there was more people that actually were dying that needed, yeah, to, needed yeah. to be looked after. Um, and so they sent him back home normally, like if this was not COVID times, they mm-hmm. would have kept him. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's, he's 86 years old and, uh, he was not in good shape anyway. So he went back home and, uh, yeah, he's, you know, he's like very high fever and mm-hmm. uh, not doing well and uh, like, but he's not dying. Okay. Uh, so I, I it, my, my instruction is if it's, you know, if the fever is below 39, mm-hmm. then, you know, just bear, just bear with it yeah, and, yeah. you know, hope for the best. And if it goes above 39, then just call 911, send him back to the hospital. Wow. There's nothing you can do for him. So, so right now it's like 87, uh, sorry. Um, what is it? Uh, 38, 38.7. Mm-hmm. So just under 39. Right. So that's, that's, so he's just holding on now. So Jeez. he's probably going to have another bad night and hopefully tomorrow things will start to get better. Yeah. Fingers um, crossed. And, and it's almost kind of undermining the fact that uh, my stepmom has COVID as well. It's just right. her symptoms are not anywhere yeah. near as severe. So yeah. she's the one kind of the strong one looking after him. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's nothing we can do. Right. Mm-hmm. I, it's just you just kind of uh, waited out and who knows who knows where the heck they found they caught it. Everyone's catching it now. It's like it's yeah. it's just, you know, it's it's crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, so just That's going good. through that and, um, and you know, just trying to get through the week. So uh, ho- hoping for better better news in the next few days. But uh, yeah. right now, things are stable. Do they live close by? No, uh, not like, because Toronto is a big city, right? So mm-hmm. we live in the East, East York. They live in North York, right mm-hmm. at, right on the edge of Vaughan, for those that know. Um, so it's like, a, it's an hour drive, right? Wow. So, and, but even if we're close by, like I wouldn't be, we would, it's not like we'd be going there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's nothing, there's nothing we can do except endanger ourselves by mm-hmm. getting it and then making my, my mother-in-law sick and my kids. And you, you know what right. I mean? Like, it's just, it's one of these Snowballs. things that it's just, there's, if there's nothing we can do to help then why would we expose yeah. ourselves? Right. It just yeah. doesn't make, you know, like, uh, it's just, you just, <laughs> it's, it's such a, that's, it's such a terrible thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, uh, our, our neighbor, um, she recently, um, um, went through the whole COVID thing and, um, she was talking about something about, um, having like an oxygen, um, meter that is on your finger or something. Apparently Costco was selling them and that pulse, you can, pulse ox or something like that, yeah. that you can, um, monitor your oxygen levels. If your oxygen level dips down again, nine one one. Yeah. But, um, well, that's the well, that's the thing that you know. Many people that are, that get COVID, the big danger is is breathing. It's yeah. is being able to breathe, and right. the, that that's not what they like. They're having all the regular symptoms, mm-hmm. but breathing uh, is not one of them. Okay, oh, they don't taste anything. They yeah. m- the big problem with my dad is the the pneumonia and yeah. the and the fever because <laughs> the fever is good. But if it gets too high, then right. he will pass out. And and you know what I mean? So that, mm-hmm. at that point, you probably need to hook up to an IV and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's just one of those things that, you know, when do you go, when do you not go? So yeah. I just said, you know, I looked it up, 39.4. That's the, that's, you know. I hope they're that's, keeping that's, their fluids at, in. Yeah. Well, that's that the would... thing. Yeah. So my, my stepmom's looking after him. Yeah, She's good. doing her best. And uh, like I said, if they make it through the night uh, without having to call 911, I think that uh, things will get better tomorrow because the antibiotics are going to take their... Definitely uh, keep them in our know. minds for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. That's my week. Oh, man. <laughs> Tanya, can you bring us up from that? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm next. No. <laughs> um, oh, God. So, yeah, kids are home. We, we had a, a COVID struggle as well. Not that we have it or anything like that, but just this huge debate as to what to do with the kids next and schools going back and do we keep them home or do we send them back? And uh, unfortunately, we were uh, we're not able yet to vaccinate our daughter. So um, we're at this kind of um, standstill uh, kind of like, yeah, we're in this ecky muck place that uh, we, we've got to make some hard decisions. So we have decided to keep the kids home with us temporarily um, until uh, the, the schools are allowing us to do it until um, the second semester starts uh, for high school and uh, mid-February for the uh, elementary school. And uh, so that's what we've decided to do just for the just for now uh, and see how things go. But uh, government's changed everything up here. So um, uh, we're not going to track it like we tracked it before, which um, is is a new kind of 
whole wrench into the to the mix so uh yeah just trying to figure it all out and uh go with the next step so that's kind of that's still kind of on uh mm-hmm. <laughs> victor's yeah. i'm gonna use my soundboard again here. <laughs> so sorry can that's, we, uh, that's we, still keeping it down isn't it yeah. i have to, I have to uh, admit that kind of sucks i know okay 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 <laughs> excitement okay so we are um watching what we eat carefully. And I'm like super duper uber excited. That's so silly of me. I've been around an eight year old for all day. (laughs) It's a PA day today. Um, So if I don't swear and talk in icky terms, that's probably where it's coming from. Um, But anyways, I made bagels for the first time today in my entire life. And I'm like so excited about these damn bagels that I've made. Uh, Not that I'm a bagel eater, just that it's it's a carb that I can eat (laughs) because it's like made with yogurt and flour and that's it. So um, that's my excitement. I was pretty damn excited. It's been a slow week. Um, I'm you're on the verge of getting this bachelor. I know, right? Okay, Matt. Matt. I'm so sorry. Save us, Matt. Save us. But you know, I'm not going to. I got. (laughs) I'll try. It's it's all going to be on you. Get the sound. Start low, and then I'll try to bring it up. I mean, you guys know I I hadn't really talked on the groups, but we have had COVID in our house. Like Mm -hmm. we, this has been my week. So we. It was late Thursday or early Friday morning last week. Yeah. Uh, wifey tested positive on a rapid test. Um, I tested negative at the time, but it, I was I was hit like a brick the next day. So I kind of just assumed that that's what I got hit with. So I was just coming mm-hmm. out of the gutter from feeling like shit through the holidays. And then we thought we were good. And then this happened. Like, what the fuck? Um, I can tell you from my experience, Saturday, Saturday I was a hot mess. Um, didn't just, just leave me the hell alone. I just was a, a snotty mess. Uh, Sunday was starting to rise. And since then, like, I'm still not a hundred percent, but mm. I've been pretty good. Oh, I've been sustainable. Jen, on the other hand, I mean, she started off. Okay. Yeah. Um, and has turned the last few days. Oh shit. Um, I, I, I mean, she's, she's okay, but mm. she's definitely not, um, not herself, mm. um, having a bit of a rough time. And, uh, yeah, like I said, keeping the fluids going, trying to get everything going. It's just, it's, but it's tough. I mean, if it was just her and I sick, it'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we've got the damn dog who we were in quarantine, so we can't even walk him Mm -hmm. through the neighborhood. So he's a hot mess. We, Caden's been kept home from daycare, of course, which is where we actually think we caught it. Um, (laughs) right. Cause there was a kid that was exposed in his daycare, right? Yeah. Well, well, we we found that out later. So that's what we're kind of assuming it all came from. And he's actually been fine. Like he's had the same little coffee always has um and he's as happy and as Mm. crazy as he if not more which has been even more fun Mm. um trying to balance all that so he's a blast but uh, yeah i mean we're we're coping it's i mean i I saw something that it kind of pissed me off i get it but i kind of pissed me off because i'm like people were asking me i'm like it felt like a bad cold to me Mm-hmm. was me. And then I see some article from like Toronto star. So I'm saying, Oh, people need to stop describing it as a bad cold. I'm like, well, that's how it fucking felt to me. Yeah. I get it. I get what you're saying. It's way worse, but this is how it felt to me. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not a fucking doctor. I don't know how to describe it other, else like in any other way. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. what it felt like. And that's how I'm going to say it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's anything wrong with describing that way. No, as I, long as, I, as long as there's not a hidden agenda behind it. Exactly. And that's <laughs> yeah. like, I was re- that's why I don't as long as you're not, you're forming a government policy on that kind of information. Right. And, and I've yeah. heard too, like, and, science. And, and, yeah. and the reality is that it probably feels like a bad cold is because you're mm-hmm. vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. So you probably would feel quite Could worse be. if mm-hmm. you weren't right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other I have a friend that did the same thing. She's like, for me, it, it was pretty mild. Like I might, must've got a mild case or the vaccine was helpful. Like 
helped her through it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they, they, they got over it all right. But yeah. yeah. It is what it is. I mean, we're, we're, we're spreading everywhere. It is what it is. I mean, yeah. so that happened. And yeah. then, I mean, I want to get hung up because it's obviously the hot topic. And yes, it was my birthday. So yes, there we go. Birthday. All right. Um, awesome. So again, yes. Thanks, Ray, for moving. I pivoted at the last second. I clearly didn't check my calendar. It wasn't my birthday call on Thursday. <laughs> and not that I didn't want to spend it with you guys. I love mm-hmm. all you guys. Mm-hmm. That's not the point. But we just wanted to hang out um, again with COVID this week and the mess we've been. Uh, we're like, let's just let's order in. We ordered Thai, which I fucking love. It was delicious. Mm. And, Could you taste uh, we, it then? Oh yeah! Wait a minute. You still have your taste. You, you shared a picture of yourself on Facebook with a Mexican sombrero. I thought you. No, you had I didn't Mexican. share that. that was, oh. that's what Jen shared. Oh, and that's from say, like four years ago. I was gonna say you're going to the wrong kind of Thai place. If you're, oh. <laughs> a Mexican Thai. If you're having pad Thai, but they're giving you a sombrero to wear and. Yeah. Uh, no, no. So we just stayed in. I, <laughs> I think, I'm sauce. pretty sure Jen's trying to fatten me up. She, I, I told her, I said, cause I know how she's feeling. I'm like, don't do anything. Like, honestly, I don't oh. care. And she, I think she ordered Amazon or something, but mm-hmm. anyways, I got a giant bag of slim Jims and macarons and, 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 and a oh. cake came Ooh, and like, yeah, I'm like, slim Jims. So I have, yeah, I've been doing nothing but like munching out for the last two days. It's, nice. it's, it's pretty terrible, but I love it. Uh, so yeah, we hung out last night. We ordered in, we watched, uh, the new Marvel Eternals movie, and? which wasn't that well. It's not that great. No, it, there, there's, there's. I will say, there's hints. They, they had a. There was some good hints of brilliance there. Okay, but they just. It's like they tried to do all of the Avengers in mm. one in one in one movie. Oh, is it all you know, like, their origins and shit? And but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of tried to tell like a massive story in one movie, and it just kind of fell flat. Um, but there's hints there of what's to come, so I'm pretty excited about that because mm, okay. uh, I know I, I know I stay pretty close to what's on the on route. So yeah, I mean it was fine. We we ha- it was a nice day yesterday, and uh, I mean I'm feeling better and better. Jen's a little rougher, but we're we're staying positive and uh, doing what we can. Okay, yeah. okay, well, good. So. Better note there to end on. Very good. Uh, <laughs> you're 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 talking about a uh, uh, Marvel. I watched Shang Li yesterday or a couple of days ago. That was ago. pretty good. It wasn't bad. I, I love the action scenes. The fight sequences so were, good. were amazing. Yeah, the story was whatever, but uh, yeah. the the fight scenes were really really good. Uh, what's his name? He did an amazing job on in, in that movie. Yeah, so yeah, I forget um, his name, but yeah. Yeah, well, uh, uh, Kim's convenience uh, dude there. He's he's really yeah. good. Uh, let's see. This week was kind of my Christmas. I mean, <laughs> I got to say, I got so much shit coming to me this week in the mail. Like, I, I you know, I got the standard <laughs> Christmas gifts uh, around Christmas time. But I bought myself with my work uh, points. I bought myself a new board, a new Rodecaster Pro. I've been waiting to get this sucker for the last two years, and I've got it. Bought myself a little webcam. the The hoodie I'm wearing here is compliments of uh, the DM Group. The I used part part of that uh, gift certificate to buy this. It's a Gibson hoodie. Thank you very much, guys. They sell clothes there. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, they sell like <laughs> the Gibs. Um, you got like I wish you could zoom in. Like the the zipper on the Gibson. It's a, it's a headstock of a guitar. It's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Details. We got our pro stand diabolical coffee hats in the mail today. I mean, you know, everything's coming up roses for Al. So <laughs> sorry, guys. Um, uh, <laughs> Dexter finale was last oh. was last Sunday. Well, well, I mean, it, it dropped last Sunday. Tanya and I watched it. I thought it yeah. was. I thought it was good. I, I enjoy. You yeah, know, I, I, I understand the complaints. <laughs> My only complaint with it was I was hoping. 
we'd get more seasons of that. <laughs> so come on, uh, yeah, I'm still well, not was, convinced we're not going to. Right, but well, yeah, but it's going to be like Dexter Junior. Like yeah, a, no, no, uh, well, no, yeah, no, no spoilers. But yeah, I loved what they were doing with it, and I thought they did an Ugh. amazing job bringing that, bringing back the suspense and everything that made the original Dexter really good. I thought they did a really good job, and uh, I, I didn't Broke hate my heart all over. I again. didn't hate the finale as much as a lot of people did. Uh, I, I didn't know people hated it. I thought oh, it was well, right. Who knows? I was a little I'm, disappointed, but I yeah. but overall it was right. Yeah, Come on, I thought I, it was good. <gasps> I don't think it could have ended any other way. Um, and let's see, it could have ended many other ways. Well, absolutely. I think I think it was the the right way to end it. Yeah. I well, think it was the right from way. From your perspective, it was the right way. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that that that's basically my week in a nutshell. Uh, Ray, how was your week? <laughs> Lots of pressure on you. So actually, <laughs> well, it started off very similar to all yours. We mm. had a uh, little bit of a COVID scare here. Oh no! Uh, ended up being all good, um, and we got our first snowfall last week. So I got to take a snow day, stay home, and nice. I uh, got to take my three-year-old sledding for the first time. Oh, fun. And we took her nice. last year, but she was like. Didn't love it. You know, was a little yeah. scared. This year, she's all about it. We got her a nice fast sled. She's cruising down the hills. So it was a lot of fun. She enjoyed it. Also got to take her ice skating for the first time, which was great. Wow. Awesome. She loves that, too. You said she's, so, she's three? Three years old, yeah. Good. And nice. then uh, I have a three-month-old at home, too. So oh, wow. he's oh, you busy. The you're night, busy. So <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm kind of crushing it this week. I've got more than four hours of sleep a night for the first time, and Three months, so I'm good Ugh. to go. Well, that's good news there, then. Don't miss that. <laughs> yeah, yeah ne- neither do I, and I'm uh, glad we'll never have to go you're, through that. You're again. between feedings right now, right? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I'll, if I have to run away, that's what I'm doing. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt's done that before. Cool. Uh, yeah, so, I mean... It sounds like, you know, uh, with, with a new, newborn at home and stuff and the, the weeks we've all had, we should probably have some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's <laughs> um, so let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's hear this word from our lovely sponsor. Just like Skodude energy drink, Diabolical Coffee has a new spokesperson, me. Diabolical Coffee is devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. There is a roast for all tastes and even some you didn't know you wanted. You can order whole bean, coarse and standard grind and espresso. Or if you're like Al and me, there's a K-cup option for single cup brewers. And for the duration of season 10 of our podcast, you can use the promo code PRODUCESTAND for 10% off anything in the store. That's 10% off all coffee and merch. Thank you to Diabolical Coffee and to Eric for your support yes thank you i feel like i missed so an opportunity good. there for when she says standard grind for her to say mm, grind you know just <laughs> <laughs> it's seriously tan if you don't get any job offers out of this i'll be blown away <laughs> has eric heard it what has he said you know what i i mean i haven't heard from him like i he liked the oh, post but i haven't heard God. from him like either way whether he enjoyed it or not i'm hoping he did i mean i'm knowing him so you clearly I'm, didn't listen to it or else you would have heard something yeah you oh, think so right i can't i can't listen to it without <laughs> laughing my ass off. It's, so, it's honestly it's it's we're all laughing for the other but it's very well done like you, you do a great job i want yeah. to say that and, and good job composing that music in the background so okay i gotta i gotta confess i gotta confess so i i, I laugh at that so i i played it for my sister my sister is um I played it for my sister and my brother-in-law and they laughed and I have, my voice has a, a different effect on her that it does anyone else. <laughs> oh, Anyways, I won't go there, but it has a different effect. 
So, so she wants me to record my voice for other reasons. So um, anyways, I played it um, for my daughter today. I'm like, you want to hear something funny? You and played I, it for- and I, I just, the, just the commercial. Cause it's just a commercial, okay. right? right? It's, yeah. it's just my voice in a, in a low set, in a low set or tone or whatever. A low, set. a low tone, a low tone. <laughs> Anyways, I, I, I fought and I'm laughing during the, the thing and I, and I stop it right after it's done. And she's like, mom, your, your voice doesn't sound like you. And I'm like, I know I, I lowered it. And she's like, but you, you sound like the voice from a person that, you know, sells underwear. <laughs> and I went, what? And she's like, yeah, like, you know, those makeup commercials or those oh, like so underwear commercials. And she's like, that's oh, the boy. voice. And I'm like, and how do you know, like those commercials, where have you heard that before? And she's like, well, like YouTube, you know, when she watches her show and I'm like, can you point that out to me next time? Like you, you hear that? Cause like, I'd be interested oh, in anyways. And she's like, why was everybody laughing? I said, cause that's why, cause we're, we're laughing that my voice sounds like those, those girls, yeah. those, those ads. That's why we're laughing. That's why we're laughing. <laughs> anyway, thank you Anyways. Diabolical Coffee and Eric for your support. And speaking of support, here's our Twitter roll call. I won't even say how many people there are on here. I'll just start reading them off here. Welcome to Angie, Rick Schmitz, uh, Francisco Vasquez, Brian Car- uh, Carosoni from uh, St. Louis, Dwight T from Nashville, Mike Crab. Uh, Mike C, Mella Wick from Illinois, Sub Cool AMG from Phoenix, uh, Arizona, Eric Neagle from Marion, Illinois, Dan McDonald from Tulsa, Oklahoma, Louie from Rancho Cucamonga, California. Cucamonga. I, I've heard that before, but I just thought that was like a pretend place. I didn't know that that was an actual place. Anyway, uh, Megan from Hampton, uh, David from DeSilvi, or no, David DeSilvi, Nick Mayo from Florida, Steve Roth, uh, George Musto, uh, or Musto maybe, Chad from North Carolina, Jeremy Hendry, Andrew J. Suggett from Milwaukee, uh, Jules Way from South Bend, Indiana, Summer 19, Nathaniel Cronish from uh, Washington, D.C., Rance Shields from Gunnison, Colorado, Jen Helbus from Minnesota, Watton from Daytona Beach, Florida, Uh, Mike P., uh, Walt the Crew fan from Arizona, Elijah Burrell from Alberta, Lisa Bay from Durham, North Carolina, Eric, Kevin Kelly, Donnie Lynn from Collinson, Louisiana, uh, Brittany Arias from uh, Los Angeles, Garrett Comets from Michigan, Ryan Elser from Pike Creek, Delaware, uh, Carl Nilsson from River Falls, Wisconsin, uh, Bring More Knives, Aaron Gobrag from uh, Cambridge, <laughs> Ontario, Philip Jong Jan from Nor- uh, Thornton, uh, Colorado, Steve Brooks, Jill Jones from St. Louis area, Buddy from uh, Buddy Repperton, Spider from New Orleans, Mo from California, Ryan Wagler, uh, Lex to Phoenix from Phoenix, uh, Jeff Pascal from Springfield, Oregon, and Kristen McIntyre from Arlington, Virginia. Yikes. Thank you all for listening and hopefully for following previously on letter. Kenny. Wait, that's right. Thank you all for following and hopefully for listening. Oh man. I need that dial coffee right now. Did you, you think I'm not listening? No, you are listening. It's crazy. I'm not though. Here we go. Previously on letter. Kenny last week, we recapped and reviewed episode one of season 10 King of suckers. And that episode was a unicorn receiving a fresh from all of us, including our guest, Daniel, Danielle, 
<laughs> According wow. to, to wow, I'm not having a good names day. You know what? It's Friday. I'm tired. I'm I'm, I'm suffering from your new the board, victory. right? <laughs> I was no, I had a busy day today at work. Anyway, according to Twitter, 83.8% of you gave it a fresh while 13.5 gave it a clearance and 2.7% gave it a compost. This week we recap and review episode two of season 10 dealership. Victor, have you done your homework? I have. Uh, Tanya, have you done your homework? Once. <laughs> Matt, have you done your homework? Twice. <laughs> I've done my homework. And Ray, have you done your homework? Repeatedly. Repeatedly. Excellent. Let's <laughs> get to the chorus. All right. We open at the proto stand. Wayne and Squirrely Dan are sitting and drinking when Katie and Derry arrive. Katie is acting exasperated. What's the frequency, Kenneth? Have you ever been to Dan's second cousin's house? Who, Garrett? No, Jarrett. Oh, yeah. I put a field car in their back pond one time and have not been welcomed back. Oh, sure you are, good buddies. Oh, boy, I'm good, good buddy. And why would that be, Wayne? Because Dan's second cousins have the biggest hick house I have ever seen. Wayne. I can beat it. Oh, you can. Can too. And not. Can and will. Katie, is this because we just came back from my second cousin's house down the side road? Derry's second cousin's house down the side road is the biggest hick house I have ever seen. Katie! Look, yous are familiar with our stance on personal hygiene, so it should be no surprise our stance on home hygiene. Sounds like you want to go head to head, Katie. I'm ready for a hick off. You guys going to hick off in front of each other right here, right now? <laughs> I hicked off earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne and Katie go back and forth with examples of either Squirrely Dan's or Derry's second cousins having the hickest house, like the fact that Squirrely Dan's co uh, second cousin, Slama, is named Cody because Squirrely Dan's cousin, Cody, is on the spectrums and named the Llama Cody. And Cody's two-year-old son, Cody Jr., was drinking a two-liter bottle of cream soda while wearing a onesie that said, sex instructor, first lessons free. Uh, also, they call a bucket in the closet an ensuite bathroom. Meanwhile... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that one. Meanwhile, Derry's second cousin had bird shit on his carpet inside the house, although Derry argued that Katie couldn't prove that it was bird shit. Also, one of their living room chairs is just a flipped over blue box, and there was a car parts titty calendar on the fridge, and they have to keep the windows open because the whole place smells like piss. And then there's the clincher. Derry's second cousin burned his eyebrows off cooking meth. Yeah, that one won't be beat. Dan's uncle has too many DUIs to drive truck but still somehow drives a school bus. Yeah, now that one won't be <laughs> I did see what could only be a glory hole. Katie, my aunt and uncle's sex life is none of your beeswax. On the side of the goat pen. Oh! <laughs> you win. And cue the theme. All right. Cold open. Victor, what'd you think of this? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Mm -hmm. It was, I liked it because it wasn't just mindless nonsense there was there was yeah you know we we're learning about their family we're learning about their roots you know their second um, cousins and, <laughs> that's right and then i'm wondering are they self-aware that they are hicks themselves <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that so that was kind of interesting and right. and then the way they ended it because like the first i don't know what three seasons were all about uh ginger and boots and what uh, they allegedly right did to the all right yeah. and then i kind of think well wait a second isn't this the kettle calling the what is it? Uh, the, the pot kettle. Stone, 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 stone. House. No, I know what you're trying to say. Whatever. Wow, you were like mixing like <laughs> multiple metaphors there, Victor. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> so anyway, I liked it. Yeah. All right, Tanya. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, you know what? I got, <laughs> I didn't even get the whole bucket closet ensuite thing. Um, they, they seem to have gone pretty fast during the, the uh, show. So when you, when we hear it in our mm -hmm. um, 
cans. It, uh, it comes out so much clearer. So yeah, super funny. Um, I, I love how they went back and forth. Um, it was a great cold open for sure. Okay. Uh, Matt. So just, it's the pot calling the kettle black. Yeah. <laughs> or you don't throw stone, th- st- throw stones if you live in glass houses. So there's a couple of different metaphors. there. <laughs> uh, I don't think he was stumbling towards that one. Well, no, he, he mentioned throwing stones in glass houses. With a kettle. <laughs> With a kettle. Don't throw kettles at the glass house. <laughs> don't throw a kettle at the glass house. <laughs> so, yeah, I liked it a lot. This was a fun one, man. Like, I thought the banter was great and it, and it built up really well. Like they, they, they did a great job of like, this joke's fun to this one, this one, like, I'm sure there was a whole matching exercise when they were writing this set, this section. And it was fantastic. Um, the, the Cody, Cody, Cody thing killed me. Though. Yeah, like, that was pretty funny. <laughs> I, I was, I was dying. What is on the spectrum? And well, he, he got to name him. So he didn't go, Oh, that, that to me, was the funniest part. And, uh, no, it was fantastic. I mean, this feels like old school letter, Kenny. I mean, mm-hmm. I, we, we talked about this already in the other one. Um, welcome back. Like they're, they're doing what we all loved from the first season, fun banter, um, whether it has purpose or not. It's, it, it's just, it, I love, it. I could listen to this all day. And, uh, so I really enjoyed this open. Okay. Um, I liked it too. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I think great, great might be a strong word for this cold open. I think it was good. It was a solid cold open. My favorite parts are mirror yours or uh, Matt, uh, the, 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 what, what's, what's the name again? Cody or Cody. Cody. Yeah. Cody. Cody. Yeah. That was funny. Uh, the, you know, the payoff at the end was, was just okay. Glory hole in the, in the goat pen, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't mind it. It's, it's like you said, classic letter, Kenny and, yeah. and very amusing. And, and to Victor's point, the, there's not a lot of nonsense there. The the one thing we did, sorry, I meant to mention mm-hmm. was, was Dan when, when they're about to get started, it's like, Oh, so you were going to get right, beers. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> yeah that, was, that was funny. I also really appreciate Appreciated the bucket in the closet making that an ensuite, and and the call you use the ensuite yeah, and the callback after uh, was a Wayne said that they had something. What was it? Oh, subway, subway rappers, rappers. Yeah. in the ensuite or no? By by whatever. I forget what the the context was, but that was pretty funny too. They they miss doing like how many appliances are out in the yard or anything oh, like yeah. that. Like we we have a, a neighboring. Uh, town near us and we have um, um, Riverside Bingo we call it Riverside Bingo where you get in the car this is when you're super bored you get in the car and you go for a drive and everybody picks an item so you can pick appliance out in the like outside somewhere on the as an ornament in the front yard um, how many cars you can count the cars a wheel well or wishing well a de- decorative well decorative well that's another one so you pick an item and then you go through and then the person that that has the most items is the winner of the And it's the close. It, it's close. <laughs> it's, a, it's a fun game when you're yeah, bored. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Ray, what did you think of this? Uh, Squirrely Dan's just, whenever he does that subtle, <laughs> yeah. you know, just really slow or behind the talk or whatever, it just kills me. Yeah. Uh, last season was the learn how to fucking drive just at the perfect time. And then this time it's the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you said you're going to get beers first, but okay. Right. Yeah. You know, just, oh, yeah, <laughs> right. And then I lost it at Cody. I had to, I had to, I laughed through the rest of the cold open, had to go back to it. So oh, yeah. I missed the payoff from laughing the first time. So for that, I'm going to give it a great, just maybe die laughing. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, coming out of the cold open scene one, um, Squirrelly Dan, Katie, 
Derry and Rosie are sitting at a picnic table outside the farmhouse. This is a, a new scenery, a new scene here too, in terms of like where they're shooting. Uh, Squirrely Dan and Derry are still arguing over whose second cousin has the, the hickest house. Uh, Wayne walks up. Rosie gets up to greet him, hands him a thermos. It's a big day. Apparently Wayne turns uh, and Rosie sends him off with a smack on the butt and Wayne walks away. Uh, Derry's confused. Where's he going? Remember when Marie Fred showed up at the bar during the launch of Endian Energy? No. Well, she did. Why didn't you tell me about that? You don't say your dirty laundries. Yeah, give people something to talk about and they will. Well, it's just rumors. And you know the small town approach rumors. Where there's smoke, there's fire. What did she want? There's a truck she's been after for a while and found one at the dealership in the city. Like, here in the city? Can confirm. English city, not Quebec city. Right, fashions in Quebec. She asked Wayne to help her with the sale because the English will take liberties with the French. And vice versa. Well, why does he want to help her? Because we owe her one. Her- why? It rhymes with schlong dick jerks. And you're fine with this? Yeah. And dandy? No reason not to trust him till he gives me one, bud. Katie asks everyone if they're Sorry, re- really yeah. quickly. Go ahead. What, what's the owing? What did I miss? Or why am I forgetting a specific moment? Remember the scene where Marie Fred shows up at Wayne's door to warn yeah. him that uh, she saw Derek's in Quebec with his cousin for his stag or bachelor party or whatever. And he okay. was there with women and he left with the women and it didn't. Right, work. right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. So basically yeah. she came to rat on him for, so he, she's the one who. That's who, what sparked everybody to get in the truck to, yeah. to go. Yeah, right. That was the season nine finale, right? Yeah. Like leading up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Got it. So that, that's why they feel they, uh, they owe her one. Anyway, Katie. Ask everyone if they're excited for the Caesar making contest at Modine's three. Uh, Rosie says it won't be much of a contest. Squilly Dan says he, he'll packs up the garni- garnishes. <laughs> uh, Derry's still miffed that Wayne didn't ask him to go to the dealership with him. Derry says he dickers better than anybody. Squilly Dan disagrees. Derry says who can dicker better than him? Cut to the dealership. Wayne uh, and McMurray join Marie Fred in the showroom. Marie Fred greets McMurray, but stiffs arm him as he goes in for a hug. <laughs> Marie Fred asks, uh, thanks them for their help. Uh, she doesn't want to get her pants pulled down. Oh, don't you worry your pretty little head, Mary Frederick. <laughs> Wayne knows me better than anybody. And I know him better than anybody. That's why he knows nobody. Dicker's better than me. Because he knows me better than anybody. Okay, well, that's And I know him better than anybody. Oh. <laughs> is there anything you want to talk about there, Matt? <laughs> I just I just love McMurray so much, yeah. man. He's <laughs> all like trying to give her a hug and she shuts him down and yeah. all right, how are you now? Yeah, good. Like yeah. he just says his whole ramble and that's uh, why I felt so bad for him when everybody oh. was cut calling and being such a dick to him on that yeah. stupid call-in show. Yeah, but uh, oh. the rest of this episode here, he kind of uh he he kind of goes back to earning his uh I- Piece of I, shit. Um. But yes, but I, I genuinely, every time I start to see that people make that comment about McMurray's a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yes, but <laughs> I, I'm genuinely starting to feel bad for the guy. Like, I love him so much. He means well. He's an idiot. Yeah. He yeah. does but not he means mean well. So, no, I, I think, think he, he does mean well. No, I think I, he's just he misguided. Just wants okay, anything in his a, pants. No, you can be a perverted asshole and still <laughs> mean well. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying everything he does is right, mm-hmm. but I think he genuinely has everyone's and not in every case, best interest <laughs> at heart. He just, he takes some sidesteps and I'm like, he's a piece of shit, but I kind of love him. And uh, yeah, his entrance, like when I saw him walk in with Wayne, I I was done right there. I'm like, this is great. Here we go. Uh, anyway, um, Wayne has some questions before they start dealing with the dealer. 
Allons-y. What year is it? 2017. Likes to take swipes. Sorted. Sorted. Next scene at Modine's three, the Caesar competition is getting underway. Four teams are competing. Riley, Jonesy, Stuart and Rold, Rosie, Bonnie and Gail, and Squid and Katie and Derry. Across from the competitors are the judges, Jim Dickens, and a couple of his auctioneer buddies. Uh, the three of them are chatting it up and having a grand old time. Bonnie needs to yell at them to get their attention. How about now? Dickskin! Indeed. The Caesar building competition may begin. Each team will present their Caesars with a breakdown of ingredients. And then, upon completion of the presentation, spectators will be asked to raise their hands if they so desire the Caesar in question. From there, either I or one of my <laughs> merry gregarious auctioneer chums will tally the show of hands and compare the grand totals team by team come competitions end. Now let's meet the judges. Whoops. Uh, Dick Dickens introduces his fellow judges, uh, starting with Charlie Cuball Lawless. Uh, that's played by Tori Cameron, who's an actual auctioneer from an auction house in uh, in uh, Sudbury called TNT Auctions. I looked that up. And Derek Broadway Olson, played by Scott Rudolph. Uh, this is his only IMDb credit. I couldn't find anything else about him. So I'm going to assume he may be a real auctioneer as well, but just no, uh, no social media presence. Uh, so anyway, Dickens throws back to uh, MC Bonnie uh, to state the rules. Usual rules. You'll state your base, your booze, and your rimmer with a maximum of three boosters and a maximum of three garnishes. Group at the end with the most hands up after their presentation drinks free tonight. Yup? Yup. Super. My understudy will be taking over from here. Your understudy? I don't work tonight and I want that free booze. Here we go, Bono. Saddle up, lady. Who's your understudy, buddy? In walks a Nick to music in slow motion, dresses a referee. Everyone watches thirstily. Uh, a Nick says hi to Derry, who manages to spit out a, a wee hello. A Nick informs them that the reason she's in town is because she's looking after her grand mare in Galway while her grand pair has an operation. As uh, she figured she'd pick <laughs> up some uh, shifts while she was there. Katie reminds uh, Katie reminds Squir- and Squirty Dan and Derry uh, that if he cheats. Or she cheats. Sorry, Derry is well aware of the rule. Uh, Rosie gets a text from Wayne with an update to tell her they've arrived at McMurray's, um, and that McMurray's breath was so bad that he had to crack a window open. Uh, so first up in the contest are the Hicks. Base, one hundred percent clamato juice. Traditional Canadian approach. Booze. Vodka, three ounces. <laughs> Two's the norm. The three's appreciated. Rimmer. Hardly newer. Terry. West the rims with lemon juice and then dust it with celery salts and Montreal steak spice. We could have a contender here. Boosters. Dash of Tabasco. Dash of Worcester. Shot of pickle juice. I won't stop you now. Garnishes. Stick of celery. Dill pickle. And a Slim Jims. Oh. Hey, I know a Slim Jims. <laughs> 
cue ball gets up and counts the crowd show of hands and the Hicks score of 15. Next scene, back at the dealership, McMurray asks Marie Fred where the salesman's office is. Marie Fred's about to correct him when the saleswoman, Lisa, approaches them. Lisa's played by Anna Hopkins, also known for being on the show Arrow, Black, Bad Blood, Shadowhunters, and The Expanse. Uh, the two women greet each other. Bonjour. Hello, Lisa. How are you? I'm perfect. Bring me a couple of bluebirds. Pardon? Bluebirds. Unexpected sales opportunities, just a little dealer humor. <laughs> are they extra hands to help you catch your white whale? White whale. It's an expression. Derived from Herman Melville's classic novel, Moby Dick. Ahab, captain of the whaling ship Pequod, chased and chased and chased Moby Dick, his white whale, but never caught it. So to say something is your white whale is to say it's something that you chase and chase and chase and never get. See, this is exactly why I brought my cousins. Yeah, for when (laughs) English goes over my head, you know. I see. Uh, Lisa greets McMurray and Wayne. Lisa uh, says that Marie Fred should have uh, really just taken the truck home with her to try it out. Marie Fred didn't want to risk an accident. She trusts herself on the road, uh, but not others. Who can blame you? No one loves drunk driving like the French. The two sides get to dickering. Lisa calls on another woman named Charlotte, played by Steffi Di Dominicantonio. And that's a nailed that one yeah i know right anyway she's a canadian actress and singer who plays fifth on the on the fourth season of canadian idol uh, fyi Uh, lisa asks charlotte to escort marie fred and the hicks to her office while she gets them some refreshments they thank charlotte who responds to marie fred in perfect french as lisa walks off mcmurray comments that she was mcmirroring marie fred is confused (laughs) Wayne clarifies the dealer was uh, was building a rapport with them by adopting their body language. Wayne added that she tried to get uh, her with the puppy dog clothes, too, which is when they let you take the vehicle home with you. uh, So you fall in love with it. Uh, Wayne coaches Marie Fred. If there's a feature on the truck that she doesn't like, she needs to be prepared to say, well, I'm not paying for that. McMurray says that he's personally worried about this dealer, but then he makes a very McMurray comment. But there sure is an awful lot of nice snatch around here, though. Yeah. Next scene, back at Modine's three. It's Riley and Jonesy's turn to present their Caesar. Riley and Jonesy. Has anyone dibs you yet? Face. Okay, we'll circle back. <clears throat> Half Clamato juice. Half Taumato juice. Otherwise known as a Clamato Bloody Mary. Actually, buddy, I think I believe it's half tomato and half clamato. Is it? Booze. <laughs> Three ounces of vodka. Seeing some welcome consistency in that category. Remember? Wet the brim with some lime juice and then dust it with some celery salt and Montreal chicken spice. Assaisonment. Excusez-moi. Seasoning. <laughs> Boosters. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's red hot sauce. Ten dashes of Worcestershire sauce. Now it's a muddy season. And of course, a shot of dill pickler juice. Garnishes? Of course. One dill pickler. One pickled pepper. And one pickled egg. Protein, boys. As the crowd applauds, Rosie gets a text update from Wayne informing her that McMurray used the word snatch in the company of women. Rosie responds that she isn't surprised. And she also tells Wayne he doesn't need to sign his uh, his texts, uh, to which Wayne responds, Roger, Wayne. <laughs> you don't need to sign your text? No. <laughs> 
right. It's coming so, from your number. You don't need to tell people it's coming from. So this one, and I was going to mention this later, I'll mention now. Yeah, go this ahead. one really, this part really hit home for me <laughs> when he's signing all his texts. Because right. I have an older brother oh, okay. who does this. Mm-hmm. And Isn't he's a pretty it? reputable guy for what he does. And we make fun of him every time I get a text <laughs> because everything is, but he initials it. So we're like, mm-hmm. la, 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 MB. I'm like, why the fuck are you initialing your text? <laughs> like it's a text. And it, so when I saw this, I laughed so fucking hard because I picture my brother in every mm-hmm. single one of those. And I'm like, it's just socially awkward. Well, isn't, it, isn't that just like the professional thing to do or like the nice thing to do? Message. But it's just like There's the nice nothing thing professional to do. about a text. OK, no, okay. It's, it's a, a nice short, thing to do. It's a shorthand. You just. Get, it's to send a message. You don't need to. There, there's no. You know who it's coming yeah. from. Yeah, it's coming from somebody's number. You know okay, who it is. Okay, yeah. okay. But <laughs> if you sign off on an email, why wouldn't you sign off on a text? Emails are it's different. It's not the same no, thing. Not, texts are meant to be short and to the yeah. point. And not only was he signing off, but he was also introing them. Like, hey, oh, oh no, no, that's the. I'm well, getting there. I'm getting there. I'm getting oh, yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hold on. All right. Next scene. Back at the dealership. Uh, McMurray is snooping around the dealer Lisa's desk. He notes that her computer wallpaper is a picture of the softball team, which tells him a lot. Marie Fred asks McMurray what's on his wallpaper. He responds, it's Mrs. McMurray. Uh, Marie Fred asks Wayne, who responds, the dog. Uh, McMurray goes on to say that the wallpaper means that the dealer is no family man. Lisa appears behind McMurray to correct him that she is indeed a woman. Uh, She invites McMurray and Wayne to have a seat while she remains standing. McMurray sits, but Wayne remains standing because sitting is quietly murdering you. Uh, Lisa gets on with uh, why they're there. Let's get right to it. Good patio weather out there. We wrap this up, we can engage in some NSAs. Non-sales related activities. If I'm reading your buying signals correctly, you're no tire kicker. Person with no ability to buy. I'm not here to make an emotional sale. Generating excitement around the product. I've analyzed your bent. Acronym for budget, authority, need, timeline. And with any luck, I will be taking something significant to the decision maker. She is the gatekeeper of the deal, but her boss is the decision maker. Now, what can I do to earn your business today? You've got a hard copy of the fab? Features, advantages, and benefits, of course I do, McMorris. Charlotte! I've got mine. All right, so the truck comes the full-length moonroof, eh? Mary Fred, you ever had a moonroof? Nope. Any desire for one? It's nice, but I'm fine with the sunroof. All right, so the truck comes the full-length moonroof, and we're just fine with the standard factory sunroof. It's like, so I'm not paying for that. The the jousting continues between Lisa and the Hick men. Uh, Lisa continuously and purposely calls McMurray by the wrong name each time. Uh, Names like McMarshall, McMorris, and the funniest one is McMansplain. After a bunch of dickering, Lisa excuses herself to go see the decision maker. Once again, McMurray watches her leave and comments that he would love to have a bath with that gal. Next scene. Back at at the Caesar off. Uh, The next contestants are the Skids. Uh, Stuart Attempts to uh, dibs a Nick, but fails after an objection from Riley. Base, half Clamato, half V8. Add a nutrition, uncharacteristic approach. Booze, three ounces of gin, beef eater. Gin Caesar, beef eater. They're popular with the British. Yeah, boy, you blind, is Rob in it? In it, in it, in Matthew Crawley. Remmer, what? The rim with soya sauce and dust it with celery salt and lemon pepper. Breaking new ground here. Mm. Boosters? Horseradish. Lemon juice. Macarico piri piri sauce. I'm intrigued. 
garnishes. One Baffin Island Jumbo Cocktail Shrimp. One Salt Spring Island Dungeness Crab Leg. That's the one. One Prince Edward Island Malpec Oyster. Uh, okay, production note. I'm going to put my mansplain hat on now. During that exchange, Roll mispronounces Macarico Pidi Pidi sauce. It's actually Masarico, uh, not Macarico. Also, uh, when they're putting on their awful English accents, Roald, uh hilariously mentions the name Matthew Crawley. Uh, I had to look this up. He's a character on Downton Abbey, apparently. So that's that's why that's funny. Uh, final reference to Peaky Blinders as well, which is a fantastic fucking show. Yeah, just yeah. Saying. Uh, and finally, except for the oyster, I'd totally pick the skid Caesar if I drank Caesars, which I don't. But uh, I might have to try. After watching that, I think I want to give a, a Caesar you'd, a try. You'd give an oyster a go again? No, I said uh, except for the oyster. Oh, the rest of that Caesar oyster. was fire. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, boy. Yeah. Oh, I could take those. I could take those all night long. Yeah. Snot, snot, snot. <laughs> Oysters or snot, snot, snot. You don't you don't understand. Snot. <laughs> So, so Ray, you're from Massachusetts. What, what, what's your stance on oysters? Uh, I'm, I'm a bad Massachusetts person. I don't like fish or oh. seafood really. Oh, um, wow. Other than wow. clam chowder. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm a, I'm a horrible person. Well, you, you don't even say chowder properly as a, as a Massachusetts chowder. So I spent like five years in Virginia. Oh, so okay. it like ruins, ruined my accent. Oh, but I see. Yeah. So it's a hard pass on the uh, oysters then. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm with you on that. It's okay. Yeah. That's all I needed out of that. Out but of that, when I saw the uh, crab yeah. legs sticking out of that Caesar, I'm like, mm, I'd give that a go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> while Dickens tallies the votes, Ro- Rosie gets another text update from Wayne. Despite Rosie telling him he doesn't need to sign off on tasks, he doubles down by starting his text with "It's Wayne," then telling <laughs> Rosie that McMurray is pole vaulting all over the dealership before signing off with his name again. <laughs> so in a in like a two sentence text, he Not bad he identified himself <laughs> twice <laughs> the the skids final score is 15 okay back at the dealership uh scene eight lisa returns from the de- decision maker's office after calling mcmurray mcmartin uh she informs him that her final price is the one on a sticker 32.5 k uh, mcmurray offers 29 point uh, 29 and a half k uh, but lisa sticks to the uh, sticker price well, there is an awful lot of wear and tear on a gal over 80,000 clicks. Good thing it's not quite at 80,000 clicks. But it is almost at 80,000 clicks. Good thing it's covered under warranty through 100,000 clicks. 30 out the door. 32 out the door. Oh, come now. You knows and I knows that you got at auction for low 20s. I got it on a trade-in and I overpaid. Not our problem. If it's my problem, it's your problem. 30 out the door. 32 out the door. I'm home firm 30. I'm sorry I couldn't earn your business today. It's like degrees. Uh, another production note: uh, Since most of our listeners are American, uh, you may not know what the term "clicks" is is slang for. It's for kilometer. Um, even though it sounds like McMurray is saying clits, which him being McMurray, he probably was, but, uh, he's meaning clicks. So when they're saying, when they're dickering and saying that the truck has 80,000 clicks and the warranties for a hundred thousand clicks, that's what they mean. They mean kilometers, uh, with the deal seemingly dead, Lisa calls for Charlotte, but Marie Fred makes one final attempt to save the deal. Cash deal. Cash? Cash. Why didn't you say so? I thought you'd ask. If it's cash, I'll do 30 out the door. 29.5 out the door. 30 out the door and I'll go see the decision maker right now. 29.5 out the door and I'll go see the decision maker 
right now. Who can blame you? No one loves drunk driving like the French. Hmm. <laughs> you didn't think I'd let that one go, did you? Maybe the decision maker agrees with me. Your assistant's been slipping into her French all day. Clearly a Quebecois accent. If she's the decision maker's niece, the decision maker most likely has some Quebecois in her too. Hmm. Charlotte! T'attends par français, hein? Yeah. 29.5. Didn't need you here, McMurkley. Charlotte! <laughs> I love the last shot she gives McMurray before she walks off, even though she oh. just lost. Uh, Lisa storms off once again, giving McMurray an opportunity to watch her off. Uh, when she's gone, McMurray remarks that he doesn't think Lisa was wearing a bra. <laughs> so <laughs> it doesn't look like he took that as a loss at all. Uh, back at Modine's three, the last team uh, up for judging are Bonnie, Rosie, and Gail. That is the finest looking Caesar I've seen in a minute. Base. 100% Clamato juice. Keeping it Canadian. Booze. 2.5 ounces vodka. 0.5 ounces moonshine. Mm. Bold. Rimmer. Wet rim with Louisiana hot sauce. Dust it with Old Bay seasoning and Cajun spice. My oh my. Boosters. Slappy mama hot sauce. Okay. Spicy horseradish. And you gotta have that spicy garlic dill pickle juice. Oh, yeah. We may have a new fan favorite here. And finally, garnishes. Jalapeno stuffed olives and a spicy dill pickle and a slab of black pepper habanero beef jerky. (laughs) By the crowd's reaction, it seems ladies have won, but Dickens interrupts. He and his fellow judges are now quite lubricated on account of all the Caesars they've consumed. Uh, Dickens insists on the retally of all the votes. It turns out everyone scored 15 because you can't see a Caesar and not want a Caesar, thereby exposing a fatal flaw in the scoring of this competition. It's a four-way tie. So Gail announces that everyone gets a free Caesar. The crowd goes wild. Rosie uh, gets a text update from Wayne. The deal's closed. He's on his way home. McMurray refused a mint. Uh, Next scene. Wayne and McMurray and Marie Fred leave the dealership. (laughs) Wayne walks Marie Fred to her new truck, opens the door for her, shakes her hand and closes the door behind her and walks away without so much as a grin, leaving Marie Fred sitting there disappointed. Final scene at Modine, Squirrely Dan and Derry are still arguing back and forth about whose second cousin is more of a hick. They haven't stopped all episode, but now the argument is turned the other way. They're each arguing that their second cousin is the most hick. I saw my second cousin garnish her Caesar with a dart. It's a true story. I once saw my second cousin brim his Caesars with MDMAs. Yeah. True stories. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, my second cousin says the Leafs win the True Cup every year. They don't have a Russian on the team. Oh, yeah? My aunt joined us for New Year's Eve Pons hockey last year and called me a pussies because I wouldn't drop the gloves with her. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, my second cousin's got a salad bowl filled to the brim with cigarette butts. Oh, yeah? My second cousin's got a big gulp filled to the brim with chew spits. Ugh. Outside Modine's three, Wayne pulls in from his trip to the city. Rosie meets him at his truck. How are you now? I'm pert near positive the smell of McMurray's breath has attached itself to the upholstery. Mm. Thanks for checking in. You're welcome. You all right? No reason not to trust you till you give me one, bud. Well, feel like dancing? Nah, let's go home. 
and fade to black. Victor, you're up first. What do you think of this episode? Oh, it was a fun episode. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, I was going to like this episode. It's got my favorite beverage. Uh, get my get some redemption against all the DJs on social media who uh, gave me all the flack for. Oh, for, you noticed like Matt's poll? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see Matt's poll, did you? Matt, you're going to share the results of your poll. Matt, you're showing your poll online, are you? Yeah, he is. Right. It. Actually, he asked roll. me. He asked me to tweet retweet his poll because it wasn't getting. Well, I knew we'd get a few more votes if you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, to our, now you're what? touching Matt's poll. I'm sorry. What's going on? I'm retweeting Matt's poll. Anyway, oh, I'm sending it out to all our listeners. Go ahead, Victor. He shared it. <laughs> so I I can't recall what the thing about the poll was, but but I, all I remember is some uh, hot exchange online on mm-hmm. our DM group about. Uh, most folks being against the idea of a Caesar because it's got it had Clamato juice, but uh, uh, it's it's the best drink, it's the best beverage, and uh, so anybody that disagrees is a degen. So hmm. uh, this was a re- redemption episode. Oh, okay. All right, overall positive there, uh, Tanya. What yes. do you think? Sorry, I'm going back to the Caesar. I, was, I had a flashback. I remember being at a friend's house, and I I think I was like twelve. And uh, their parents drank a lot of Caesars and their the the only juice of the house was Clamato juice. So we used to drink yeah. juice yeah. and um, I re- it, yeah. Anyways, I just re- had a flashback being in the basement and drinking, finding the juice and drinking. <laughs> anyways, it's delicious. there's nothing wrong. There's just nothing wrong with that. I, I, I can't say that I've had a whole lot of, I, I, I don't, recall ever actually ordering or drinking a Caesar before, but I, 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 I did grow up, um, that if you didn't have enough vegetables, you were forced to drink V8 juice and, and putting salt and pepper in the juice cup to try to get the juice down. <laughs> that was a thing. V8 is already seasoned. You don't need salt. Oh no, you do. You, you need a little bit more in order to it's get a it delicious going. juice. What, what, are you t- what is happening? What kind of a bizarre It's not a delicious juice. It's a what juice that happening? requires more salt. Mm. Uh, I don't so maybe, know. That maybe, was when I was a kid. Maybe you would like Clamato then because isn't Clamato like. Yeah, I think V8, we should get it go. I, I, but I, with- I put it on the list. Uh, we have to have a Caesar. Yeah, I've never. I think had there's one. there's there's different types of V8. There's like spicy V8. There's like extra seasoned V8. There's uh, high sodium V8. Or maybe I feel like that. you drink a lot of V8. Uh, I feel. Like- <laughs> I use, no, I did. I I love I love uh, clamato juice. I love V8 <sighs> juice. I love tomato juice. But uh, but if I'm getting a nice. Uh, uh, alcoholic beverage, then I'm getting a Caesar. I'm very disinterested really, in this eh? conversation. And, and so I ha- I'm curious then. So if you're getting a Caesar, what <laughs> toppings do you prefer and what alcohol? Uh- Which of the four presented here would you go? Yeah. For? Yeah. Okay. Oh, easy, easy. You go, you go with the skids. I mean, yeah. that one, that one was, was the winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, everything about it was perfect. I, I do like a, a muddy seat. Like I like a lot of Worcestershire sauce, mm-hmm. uh, but, uh, but you don't like the uh, plickle plickles or the, Ryan James Jones, say plickle. Yeah. Keep, 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 keep the egg. I don't need the egg, but I, I don't know. Like I like bacon, mm-hmm. uh, on my Caesar as well. Uh, so lot, lot, lots of, uh, lots of good, uh, garnishes that everybody had, but definitely the skids were the winners. 
Okay. Like, okay. Since is it a since snack we're all, no, and a drink all in one? Is it a snack? <laughs> That's what it, it looks like. It's soup. It's a it's soup it's with, like with a, alcohol and it's like a, a, a cold what, soup. What, a cold soup. A cold, uh, I don't. I don't, I don't get it. Honestly, I don't get it. And uh, so, since we're on the topic, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I was going to wait for my turn. But so I did a poll um, to see. Because uh, I feel crazy because I, I hate Caesars. I think they're the spawn. It's it's terrible. Yeah. I, I honestly, I'm, I'm up there with like oysters. I don't get it. I feel like my oh, opinion God. of oysters is I don't understand what people like them because all you end up doing is you take this big ass booger and then you cover it in hot sauce <laughs> or horseradish or all kinds of other things. And you're like, oh, it's delicious. I'm like, no. You just are flavored. You like this. horseradish and you like hot yeah, sauce. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> no, no, that's that's, that's hold, what, hold, just because you're saying it whoa. doesn't make it so. Whoa, 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 Victor! You can have your turn. <laughs> Give him the blue spatula. That's the same Matt. way I feel about. Yeah, I don't have one, but I'm gonna get one. <laughs> God damn it! Um, it's the same thing with Caesars. I feel like I mm. think it's disgusting. I, I I don't understand tomato juice and I don't like tomatoes in general. Oh, oh well, then and you're and, out of the. And, and, uh, but I am. No. But regardless. At this point, look at these concoctions. You don't care about the drink. You want all that amazing, crazy. Like, give me all the toppers. Right. I'll eat all that shit all day. Yeah. And I've seen stuff online where it's like these most like orgasmic displays of buffet sitting on top of a drink. <laughs> Sticking like, out of this glass. Greatest, yeah. The, yeah. It's like the, the greatest Caesar in the world. It's like, it's not a Caesar. It's, it's a, a buffet yeah. and a soup. And I don't yeah. want the soup. Throw it away. And give me the. <laughs> so all that I say, I did a survey. Mm-hmm. 31 people. The answer was 54% of the people said hard no to Caesars. So you know why, Ooh. right? Only yeah, 23. because they're all from the States. Exactly. We don't know what that is. Exactly. That's they're a, all, they're flawed, all American. You have a yeah. flawed pole. You have a flawed <laughs> rod. You have a flawed pole. Yeah, yeah, I, I, oh, it doesn't no. work. That's what don't, she don't said. Don't discredit my tongue. <laughs> 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 yeah, Bite my tongue. Um, Listen, no, no. this is we we we've been using scientific Twitter polls since we started the show. Scientific. <laughs> so I use yeah. one. And I can't believe you've added that word in front of you. Might as well have done the poll in Russian. It would have been as effective. <laughs> I don't care. Fifty-four percent say you're wrong. Oh but, god. Oh my goodness. <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, ten, was right. that is that all you had for? for uh, yeah, I gotta give the Caesar a try. Um, Caesar's on my list. Um. <laughs> So the whole mind games thing, the uh, um, um, the the dealership, uh, McMurray. Oh my God, that man! Um, <laughs> I, I I love how Wayne and McMurray, you know, turn to face each other during some of that uh, banter back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like personally, nothing I hate more than uh, car shopping. Like worst activity ever to do. I, I hate it. We, we drive our cars to the point where it dies at the end of the, uh, at the edge of the road and you just give your car keys over to somebody and walk away. Like that <laughs> is the, like we carry it to death and then we go through the cycle all over again. So, um, finally we have an answer as to why Marie Fred showed up and that she needed a truck. Um, are we getting to the end of the episode for, for what the, the exchange between them? Can we talk that? Yeah, part? go ahead. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, um, you know, the exchange of Marie Fred going into the, or just before she enters the truck and yeah. that kind of pause and kind of awkwardness, yeah. um, and, and, you know, Wayne offering, I think he offered his hand 
um, yeah, to shake, yeah, to, to shake it hands. It looked like she and, might want to go in for a hug, but he put his hand out for it. And to, then that to, kind of pause on her, um, like the frame kind of stayed on her when she was in the car, yeah. kind of watching him walk away. Um, like it was, it was, it was some great shots and mm-hmm. some moments there where you're like, okay, where are they going with that? Like, is that nowhere a lead nope. to something else? Or are we no. done now? That's are we as, done with that? That's about that? as emphatic and a nope. That you can get yep. from Wayne. Yeah. He just closed the door, walked away, didn't look back, didn't give her a smile. See ya. He's done. He's paid his debt. He's it. Yeah. No, That's he's it. done. But is she done? Oh, she may not, but it, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. She, yeah, it doesn't she matter. was it like, it doesn't matter what she thinks. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The Rock said so. <laughs> the, the Rock. rock. <laughs> <laughs> when in Rome. Um, yeah, I, uh, Sorry, you that know. Was, that was phone call, not The Rock. Wayne doing the uh, text updating to Rosie. Um, yeah, you know, it, it was, you guys talked about the, the whole texting and the efficacy. Uh, I, I kind of still don't know what is right and what is wrong. I, I We're throw telling my, you what's I wrong. I throw my name in there sometimes. <laughs> it's a text. <laughs> well, okay. Okay. When is it, when is it right? And when is it wrong? So if I'm like communicating with a person that I don't usually talk to very often, if it's a text, or like, it doesn't matter. It's like some, <laughs> Somebody well, from on. the kids' if you, school. If, you, if it's a safe assumption that they don't have your name or number in their phone, like say it's oh, someone yeah. you're texting, then new, you might then say, you "Hey, say, hey, yeah. it's Tanya." Yeah. But if you're like, "This is a friend. This is someone I know. Yeah. I have sent them messages." Okay, yeah, in the yeah, past. yeah. If you have a pre-existing totally, conversation, totally. one like, and only use yeah. case to do that, and Matt has just described it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, it. like, yeah, for the regular Joe Blow, like I'm just like going back and forth, back and forth, like it's a constant. But like yes. a kids, like the kids' school, like a contact or whatever, I always say, you know. Like, and I'll, I'll, well, I'll like say fine. the person's yeah. name. Hi, blah, blah, blah. This is his girlfriend. If, if you have an existing conversation saved on your phone already with that person, there's no need to put your name on it because they it already know. It happens once and once yeah, only. Exactly. The very first time you contact somebody, that's it. That's all you need. Yeah. Because afterwards they can just, well, who, if they don't know who it is, they can just scroll up and say, oh, it's, it's so-and-so. Yeah. That's it. I don't know. <laughs> Think of it as think think of it it. as a single sign-on, right? Yeah, single sign-on doesn't ask you for your password. It automatically signs you in. Tanya's company doesn't believe in any of that technology shit. Okay, never mind. I'll consider it (laughs) anyway. Um, you know, okay, so Anik, this whole um, um, so okay, so (laughs) scroll back, scroll back. Bonnie, Bonnie set it up. uh, The understudy. I was so waiting for it to be Glenn. And I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to get Glenn, right? And I got excited about that, uh, disappointed when I saw Anik. But you know what? I, I, I really, wasn't. I was not disappointed. I was, nor, I, nor re- was there. <laughs> I really liked this, her in that role. Like, I really liked that she wasn't, you know, you know, the known for her boobs or known for her, like, she, and she really pulled it off. She really did it. Well. I feel that she really did it really well. Um, I, I, I just really liked her in that role. I, she took control of the, 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 the whole, um, um, competition. Um, I, I really liked it. I, I, I loved, um, that Squirrely Dan used Montreal steak spice. That's freaking <laughs> steak spice keeps on coming up over and over again. It should always be part of the conversation. Yes. It, it should. I, I just loved it. I loved it. Um, and, uh, th- my last note that I made here, um, if someone offers you a mint, you should absolutely take it hands down. Like if somebody's uh, just 
fucking take them in. And that Wayne was having such a, a hard time with, um, McMurray doesn't McMurray's. take hints. He doesn't feel shame. <laughs> McMurray's oh, his man. shame button is broken. That man going after women, like, oh, he's relentless and, and, and crude. And oh my God, it would be very difficult to have him as a friend. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. <laughs> He wasn't going after anybody. He was there. Out, he was out there trying to help his friend. He was window shopping. Yeah. And <laughs> it was, I love the banter. I do. I did like, I did like the banter between McMurray and the the dealer. And, and, and like what kind of salesperson, you know, insults the person that's buying the car by saying, you know, uh, the French uh, drunk drivers. Like I, I, yeah, I, you know what? I know lots of salespeople who, who would say stupid shit like that. Uh, <laughs> I would just walk away. I'd be like, yeah, see ya. Like, wow. Anyways, it thinking, was, thinking that they're being endearing and they're just being a holes and they don't know. No, that, but anyway. I have no time for that. Yeah. Matt, what did you think of this episode? <laughs> I, I think a lot. I think a lot. <laughs> um, I'll focus on some. So, Overall, it was a great episode. I really enjoyed it. Um, the, a couple of quick, the Wayne texts, they killed me. I, I was laughing at every single one of them. Um, Jones and Riley, um, Jones and Riley, when they're describing, I could, I, I, I don't even know how he said it effectively when he's like the, the dill pickle and the, and when he, I, I, what was it? Can you, did you have the dill pickler, the pickler, pickle, pickle pepper, it, no, right? Plickle pepper. And plickled egg, plickled pepper, oh, and plickled man. egg. <laughs> that I was in tears. I'm yeah. like, that was so brilliant. And he delivered that because I feel like that would be really hard to oh, deliver. Yeah. Well, you just, I and, just tried to do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do I, it. I thought that was brilliant. Um, the cold open, I thought it was weird, but I mean, I love the cold open. And they, it's one of the rare times where they've trailed the joke on. Mm-hmm. And that was Derry and Dan's uh, moment the rest of the episode, which was fine because it was funny and they kept kind of looping back. Um, I like that they didn't overcomplicate the episode in the sense that they threw a thousand timelines at us. They, they had two very distinct stories this time. They had the, yeah. the dealership and the Caesar competition. And there was nothing else. Like it was like, you, you couldn't get lost in this with like random side scenes. It and was great. There was the cousins. There was the cousin talk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, yeah. Yeah. But, but it was yeah, still yeah. all centered around what they yeah. were doing. They were yeah. still at the yeah. Caesar yeah. competition. So uh, that was great. And again, the, you heard my opinion on Caesars. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're an abomination, uh, <laughs> but it's fine. They, I would not have had my hand up. I would have been 14 out of 15 in that one. Uh, the, I mean, between us girls, the um, the scene at the end when Rosie climbs into the truck with mm-hmm. Wayne mm-hmm. is the cutest fucking thing I've ever seen. In through the driver's like, seat, right? Oh my god, have you ever seen that shit? No. I, oh, that was my favorite. Um, That's how I my love- cat gets on the couch. It's like, uh, <laughs> why did you have to walk over me? You could have just gone to the other side. No, I, I love you. That. Would that be the so- one who would complain about Rosie climbing over your lap? No, thanks. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, it was, good. and you know, I mean, she it, rode, uh, rode all the way back to the farmhouse with him on his lap. Oh yeah. Speaking of I Rosie, like, uh, I got to interrupt. Rosie came yeah. to my house this week. Oh geez. Yeah. I forgot about oh that. my God. I was so freaking excited. I, not, so not the real Rosie. No. So like, oh. sorry, I'm totally interrupting Matt right now. <laughs> so sorry. You're saying about Rosie. It's okay. I, Unless she's got a, she's moonlighting. Maybe who knows? 
I, uh, I, I, I don't go to grocery stores anymore. I had Costco delivered to us and, uh, the delivery late. So I opened the door to say thanks. And she was taking a picture and sending it and looked up and I'm like, holy crap, you're a rosy doppelganger. Like she was freaking rosy standing there. And I'm like, wow, her hair, her size, her, her butt, like everything. I'm like, oh my God. Al would just like, just die. He would absolutely be taking a picture right now. But I, I, I yeah, and she was through the door and I didn't do anything, but yeah, it, I, I saw her this week. Continue, Matt. That's all good, man. And we're wow. all cutting each other off. I love it. So <laughs> um, and then I'll get to the dealership. So I, I, I'm, I'm trying to think, I'm very careful what I want to say here. Cause I feel like I'm going to piss somebody off, but I don't mean it that way. So the dealership scene was fantastic. And I relate in the sense that I, I typically don't have a great opinion of salespeople. And if there's anyone sales, I think I, 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 this is not a personal. The, they accept that. Yeah, going. they have to, they have to, yeah. because it's, I just, and they, and they covered it so well. And I mean, I'll give you an example. So even this week, um, I'm working with a vendor and my, and my work on something. And even before I met the person, one of my colleagues had met with them and they asked him a very clear, asked her a very clear question. She gave her a very clear answer. The sales rep from this vendor didn't trust her answer for whatever reason, then sent her an email later that day saying, oh, basically, I went above your head. I went to your other guy at your office who I don't even know how they knew each other, asked him the same question. I got a different answer. So I want to talk to you about your answer. I'm like, excuse me? Like, I was blown away for her and of this dude. And, and he was actually still dead wrong because... The, the route he went, he asked the wrong question, the wrong context to get an answer that worked for him. Yeah. So then he could then push us on something. So, I mean, it, it's not applicable to all salespeople, but I just find there's this general, like it's what they highlight is tactics and, and manipulative ways of doing things. And it's very old school and I don't buy into it. Mm -hmm. And when, as soon as for me personally, when I see any of these things, I step away immediately. I'm like, nope. I don't want to work with you. I, I just, I get it worked a long time ago. This is a new world. Tell me, I want to know what it is. Tell me the real way. Show me what's what. I will make a decision and we'll go from there. And if you treat me like a human, I'm going to be your best friend or I'm going to give you my, 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 take my money and, and, and go. With it. But I hate these manipulative approaches of things that are so, like I said, archaic way of sales. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, they played off of that and it was they, fine. They, they, yeah. They play the numbers, Matt. They play the numbers and yeah. the numbers say that most people are sheep who, and they fall for this stuff. Who goes yeah. for that though? Like but seriously. They do. Every, everybody. They everybody. do. They do. Like, and I'm not gonna, I've, I've yeah. definitely fallen for some of them before. And I, and then afterwards I'm like, they totally did this, yeah. but it's all a tactic and it's a game. And it, it's, it's like, you know, and, and McMurray was labeling them off one after another. He's like, they're doing this, they're doing this. And they're not wrong. These are all real things that happen. You will experience while you're being sold to on things. And it blows my mind. And, and I know, Again, you're not going to get me with that because I recognize this, but there are still many people that will. And if it works, all the power to you. I just, it's just, it's a hard thing to swallow sometimes uh, when you're, when you're watching it. And, um, and I get, it's I get everyone's making their, their career and their living and, and all the power to you. I just, I get very frustrated when I see some of these things yeah. happen in the real world. And I had experience this week. So when I watched this episode, I was like, yep, there it is. Like it, it was interesting, but they delivered it really well. It was a fun 
fun episode. I thought the sales rep at the dealership was fantastic and her shots um, were so well-timed. Everything she did, she worked really well with them. Um, yeah, I, I really thought this was a fantastic episode all, all in, even despite my personal opinions on things. I mm-hmm. thought they did a, a really, really good job on this one. This, okay. this one triggered you so much. You should go back in time and watch the Seinfeld episode when they're at the dealership, because that's uh, that one will, that will also push a lot, a lot of buttons for you. And it's actually quite funny. So oh, really? yeah, 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 yeah. But you remember Putty, the guy who dresses up like yeah. the devil? Oh, with, I love yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so he he ends up where he works at the dealership. So they came in to get a good deal, and then during that point, he and uh, Elaine broke up for like ten minutes, and that's when they went in to go in for the kill. And they thought they're and all of a sudden they're getting all these uh extra extra uh uh you know uh um, fine print things thrown at them and mm-hmm. all of a sudden they're being charged for this that and the other and then they they make up and then all of a sudden those things disappear so anyway <laughs> it's it's a, it's a really really funny episode but it's just totally on point and it's going to trigger you to hell so yeah. watch it <laughs> matt i'm with Fair you enough. i'm with you with salespeople, and and i know i'm not a salesperson i i'm horrible at sales. I remember one time between jobs, I actually, uh, got, was desperate enough to, to try or not try to apply, but actually, uh, work for direct energy. You know, the, 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 Oh yeah. Right? Door to door. And I did, uh, I did a two, two or three day. I can't remember now training, uh, like two days of shadowing somebody while they go door to door. And this is business to business, not, not, uh, not residential. Yep. Uh, and after my two or three days of training, I forget what it was on my first day when I was alone, I walked into one business, I walked out, I called them and I quit because <laughs> I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm not yeah. cut out for sales. Uh, it's just not something I'm good at. I, I recognize that about myself and, and I just didn't want to well, do and, it. And sorry, just before you can, <laughs> I, I've done door to door as well. Same thing, business to business. Yeah. What I found out myself, I was actually very good at it. Mm -hmm. Um, I did quite well, but I felt really shitty about myself afterwards. And that was my personal experience. I really like, because you didn't believe in the product. Well, no, it's not even that. (laughs) I I believed in it, but I didn't like the way they trained you to do it. I'm like, yeah. it just felt so ingenuous. No, no, I, and, I, and, listen, and, I, I, I know. I, yeah. You know what? I, one of my first jobs, it's not, it wasn't my first job. One of my first jobs was selling knives, selling vector knives. <laughs> of course knives. it was. Why wasn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're still around today. You can look them up. And there's a whole thing about how people who, who work there get scammed and stuff like that. But I, I was actually really good at it. Um, and so, you, you know, you, it's, you, it's not door to door. You make, you, you make appointments because it takes about an hour uh, to demo them because you have to bring all the knives out of their kitchen and show them how shit they are compared to these wonderful <laughs> knives that are made out of and the knives you know you go in and go to throw in all the kind of uh, things like oh they're made out the handles are made out of thermal resin which is the same stuff that bowling balls are made out of somehow that's supposed to be impressive uh, even though bowling balls have chips all over them but anyway <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but it sounds cool and and the thing is you start cool. you, you start by trying to sell the high set which is like eight hundred dollars and then but you know what i've never ever left any premises without selling at least the last thing which is uh shears and and the reason i would sell them is because i would always take a penny and turn the penny into and cut it into a corkscrew with these shears. What? So it's a, they teach you this technique to how to cut Ray, it. Ray's yeah, nodding well, his head as if he knows what you're talking yeah, about. And, Ray do you yeah, have anything to add to this? <laughs> it's uh 
I think in the U.S. it was called like Cutco or something, but they, uh, my college roommate did it for a little while, little pyramid yeah. scheme there. A little yeah. pyramid yeah. scheme. He yeah, used yeah. to do the, uh, the penny, the penny trick was always yeah. the, oh, wow. You always finish with that because, trick. because, because people cannot not buy those, even though <laughs> when in your life ever will you ever need to do that? To cut a penny? But, yeah, but why would you want a, a pair of scissors that can't do that when you can have a pair of scissors that can do that? It's you know, it's oh just common God. sense. Okay. So okay. Anyway, the bigger question uh, is, do you still have a pair of those knives and shears? Uh, you know, I did. I left them with my parents back when I moved out. Uh, but they are incredible knives. They are absolutely. Oh, wow. He still will, swears will, by them. I, I swear. I feel like we're being, are, you, are you like a, like Avon rep right now yeah. for knives? Yeah. Is that what's going on? Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know what? You know what? I, 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 I'm good at sales. I, I can do the, do, do the thing. And I'm, it got to the point when I was with a company, well, a couple of before Moneris. So I was the reason I came to Moneris mm-hmm. um, is is the company I was with. They wanted me to move away from technology, learning technology, and go into business development, no. uh, and and be, and and basically sell sell the services, company services to 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 other companies. And I did that for a while, and then I realized I'm selling. That I'm forced to sell this stuff to companies whether they truly need it or not. Right. And that's when I have to say, you know, I can't do that. Cause I can't say I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, no, don't buy this. You actually are better off by going a, you know, a different route and there's a better way to do what you need to do. Right. But obviously, you know, that's not uh, the company line. So mm-hmm. that's why I, I started looking for a change and that's how we ended up here. So wow. there you go. And, and I don't know how we ended up on knives and stuff from, uh, from <laughs> Matt, but Matt, are you done or did you have anything else? No, no, to- it's your turn. I cut you off. Remember? <laughs> No, I haven't started mine yet. Okay, so I, I you, thought you did. No, okay, you're done then, right? All right. <laughs> I think I think Tanya cut off Matt, and that's maybe, how we got it. I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> so, it's just a shit show, isn't it? Like? All right, Ray, make sure you cut off Al at some point. Yeah, okay. My thought, my thoughts on this <laughs> just episode. Jump right in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was I was kind of disappointed that the reason Marie Fred came around was to buy yeah. a fucking truck. I'm like, really? That's it? That's the whole reason? We've been like talking about what it is for the last year and whatever. And it's because she needs help buying a truck. So I don't know whether they abandoned storylines because they weren't expecting this, the, the, this, this shutdown for as long and whatever, or, you know, maybe they, they had to change things, you know, it felt kind of like, uh, and very, very anticlimactic. So having said that, I loved, uh, the, the, the whole dealership scene. I thought it was a lot of fun. I loved how Wayne, if you like, I've watched it a few times now. So having no know, knowing how it ends, I went back and, and watched it again, just watching his reaction and his, his, the way he reacts to Marie Fred, because what's that, Matt? Can I add one quick rebut to that? What's that? So to Victor's point from last season, mm-hmm. remember when it kind of ended, we saw Marie Fred and his point was, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care because yeah. She was kind of a nothing forever. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. suddenly she made a pitch. She's like, I don't care. Yeah. So her entrance as a, I need help with a truck. Didn't really bother me that much. Cause I'm like, I didn't care. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's it. Good. That's I'm glad that's it. I just, yeah, I, don't I, 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 I have to agree. I was at first, it, it was, it was a bit of a smoke and mirrors kind yeah. of thing where they tried to make it more than it was, Yeah. but I was happy that they ended up doing this because 
okay, I, we had enough. Let's and they repeated on. the scene twice. The, the the end of season nine, yeah. she's in the, the parking lot and, and Wayne comes out to meet her. And then at the end of last week's episode, she again appears in the parking lot and walks into the, like. It didn't even make sense, but that's exactly. the thing. It didn't even make yeah. sense because a month passed by. Yeah. And so like we, we made so the joke, was what just, was she doing hiding in a bush? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So again, it was just very, very anticlimactic. And I feel like maybe yeah. something was dropped there. I think maybe there was an intended storyline. Right, yeah, you're probably best. right. Because, it's, but it ended up being for the best. Uh, sure. Let, okay. <laughs> I don't mind. Like, what I, would you have felt good with? Well, I don't know, but I was hoping that they would give something more than all she wants to buy. And so, because I don't buy like, Think about when, when they broke up, when she cheated on, I don't care how much he thinks he owes her. He spent an entire season locked up in a shed watching a really, that really bad show that, that Victor hated because he was getting over his broken up, uh, 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 engagement. He was heartbroken. He was like shattered man. And now he's helping her buy a truck. Like that is the true reason why I don't care. But she helped his sister. Which he holds okay. higher than anything. I guess. I guess. I, I, and the way he handled that whole thing was brilliant. Like when they got right. that truck. You're right. I thought that was fantastic. That, that's what. I so that part. I loved it. I loved it. I loved that. that now scene. I hope she's not buying the truck because she sold the ring. sorry sorry that was just a thought that i had so i was just i mean yeah i I hope like it it feel it felt a little bit like this was a a a last-ditch effort on her part to get back into his life somehow and he shut that door which i'm totally fine with i just again it just felt like it was a little disappointing there uh because her english seems plenty good enough <laughs> as does her knowledge of trucks. Like, first of all, like when you, she had some meaty, meaty dialogue parts right. in, in this episode and you can barely tell she's got an accent when she, when she, yeah, going, but she didn't know what a white whale was. And so without them, that that's whole fine. And that's very convenient with. that, I mean, who doesn't know Moby? I don't, I, I don't buy that just because you're in Quebec, you don't know the story Moby Dick anyway. Um, so I know that they, they needed to prove that she did indeed need help. Uh, to to bargain with that truck, but she didn't. She knew that truck. It, the only thing she didn't, the only answer she couldn't give Wayne when he was riddling off all those questions about the truck was how much torque the truck had. She had an answer for every other one of his questions. And anyway, so so there's that. I want to mm-hmm. give props to Trace, our buddy on the DM group, because when when the fir- the trailer first came out and we were analyzing it scene by scene, he said it looks like she's sitting in in a dealership. <laughs> when we were he analyzing did, that scene, he? yeah, there's like balloons <laughs> yeah. in the background, blah blah blah. So uh, I think it was Trace who said it. I'm pretty sure. So I want to yeah. give him kudos because I think he called that. Um, why do balloons? Uh, why why are I don't know, balloons in dealerships? Yeah, yeah, balloons in those those they are. Floppy wacky, wavy, crazy guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I've never had a Caesar. I have never had a Caesar. I'm not a fan of V8 juice, but this episode makes me want to try a Caesar. I, I want to try. I've never Caesar. had a Caesar. I've never had a Caesar because I don't. Never had a Caesar. Me, I'm. I'm telling you, I've never had a fucking Caesar. Wait, wait, <laughs> Ray's wait. Never pretty had sure one. I've wait. not had one. Yeah. Wait, you guys are raising your. First of all, Matt, <laughs> how is it that you're raising your hand and you've never had a? How can you be so? Like, uh, Matt doesn't like tomatoes. Like something you've never had. I, I've had. I've tried clamato juice or V A. It's it's disgusting. V A and clamato have nothing to do with each other. First mm-hmm. of all, they're what is the main ingredient in this tomato? Drink? Yeah, but you you're, you're, oh, you're Matt doesn't like you're, tomato. 
you're you're biasing yourself. Is that a thing? You're 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 uh, biodegrading yourself by by. That's less of a thing. <laughs> you were closer. Yeah, you were closer with biasing there. You're, you're beyond compost. <laughs> you can't you can't not like tomatoes mm-hmm. and and then you uh, yeah you know if you don't like tomatoes then obviously you're not going to like Caesars or Bloody Marys or anything yes. or or pasta or lasagna or or ketchup. Or, sure. uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're, going, or, you're taking it too far. We've had well, this discussion. If it's in a sauce form, it's okay. Or pizza. Everything else is out the window. <laughs> All right. Okay. We're, 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 we're going to be... Damn it. I digress. Ray, poor Ray hasn't had his word yet. So let me just say, uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed the Caesar off. That was fun. I enjoyed it so much that I actually want to try Caesar now. I got to uh, do Caesar um, this week. That was fun. The the my my cousin is more hick than yours back and forth throughout the whole episode. You're right, Matt. That's the first time I think they've carried the cold open right throughout the episode. That was a lot of fun to watch. Uh, and they didn't carry it all throughout. It oh, ended. Right to the end. No, yeah. no, no. They yeah. ca- they picked it back up at the end. They didn't carry it through. They did. I just didn't clip any clips. But every time we went back to Modine's, every time uh, this... Uh, they were making a, subtle comments. There was a new scene quiet. at Modine's. There was all, it always started with Derry and Squirrely, uh, uh, Squirrely Dean. Squirrely Dean, Squirrely Dan, <laughs> fuck, too many fucking squirrely people uh, doing doing the thing. down. Anyway, um, and then the only other comment I have, the only other comment I have is the music selection so far. So if last season, uh, season nine was the return of the cold open, like uh, to to great cold opens again, um, and not to say that the music hasn't been great throughout. But I've noticed, I've noticed that in season 10, the music's been like exceptional, exceptional. Like it's been really, really good. So uh, kudos again, they've had time, I guess. Um, So those are my notes uh, for this episode. Ray, I'm so sorry. You haven't had a word in edgewise. So (laughs) you take as long as you need, buddy. (laughs) I appreciate it. Uh, First of all, I was a little bit sad that Caesar wasn't a salad. Uh, I was expecting like mac and chicken, some buffalo Caesars going around. Oh, I love I Caesar that, salad. That, that yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, so I was Caesar salad excited. right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, can somebody please explain to me what clamato juice is. I purposely didn't Google it so I could learn something. Victor. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's 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 very very similar to tomato juice, but it's got a zing. It's got a it's got a zest. It's got it's, it's got some got kind of that, seafood seasoning or something it, in it, right? Got a, yeah, it's got a or yeah, oyster. It's got, it's got, a, it's got oyster. Tomato, clam, it's got clam, clam juice clam. in it. That's right. That's in what it is. Got, it's, got, it's, it's in the title. It's, it's in the title. Tomato and clam. Yeah. yeah, but, but I just it, wanted it, to make sure it was. Yeah, that yeah. no, but, no, it uh, is. It is, and it's not. And it doesn't have. And the thing is, it's not like if you smell it, it's not going to smell like fish. It's it doesn't have a fishy smell to it. It 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 just it it's like if if somebody didn't tell you if you didn't call it a Clamato, like a, if, if it didn't have like a fish, fishy title, then you would not even think you would not even think that there is any connotation there. You would just think, oh, it's it's like a spiced up tomato. It's an juice. abomination. It's not as tomatoey. It's it's not as tomatoey. It's 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 more <laughs> like a like a more clammy clam. <laughs> it's it's watery. <laughs> 
It's yeah, a big, watery the tomato. <laughs> the, big, the big difference is like tomato juice is, is, a, is a thick juice. Yeah. Clamato juice, there's no thickness to it. It's, right. it's, more, like a, it's more like a liquid. Yeah. Uh, and like the viscosity is, is not the same. Viscosity. If, if, if that helps. Oh, can uh, you put uh, viscosity, uh, Victor, yeah, on the next round? Next <laughs> yeah, that'll be next week. Thank you for that. All right. <laughs> by the way, please continue. <laughs> by the way, the word you were looking for, Tanya, is register. You, you had a low reg. You spoke in a low register. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, anyway. Well, thank you for that explanation. I appreciate that. Um, we we mansplained like with the best of them. Here. <laughs> uh, no, I, I. So I was a little bit worried the whole episode that it was going to end up with Wayne doing something stupid. Mm. Um, and I'm really, I was relieved when it didn't. Uh, I rolled my eyes a little bit. I thought they were going to do some sort of Wayne's the white whale or Mary Fred's the real white whale of Wayne. And I got mm. a little annoyed mm. uh, the first time I watched it. And then as I got past it, I was like, okay, that's not, they intentionally wanted us to feel like that was going to happen. And then just like took us out of relief at the end of the episode. So that's kind of how I felt. Um, all the stuff at the bar was just really funny stuff. Really mm. enjoyed that. Um, and then, uh, you know, I think Wayne handled himself great. Yeah. Exactly how you'd expect somebody, you know, man, a character like that to, to behave. Mm -hmm. uh, Rosie with the little demonstration for how to trust somebody. It was, mm -hmm. that was nice to see. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I, I thought it was a really solid episode. Yeah. Nice. That's a good point. Like uh, they've, they've said it before is if you, if you trust them until they give you a reason not to, but yeah, she, that was, she definitely displayed that in action in this mm -hmm. episode. Yeah, we didn't even touch on that, and it's mm -hmm. so true. Yeah, I mean that's that that genuine trust doesn't exist mm -hmm. as often as it probably should, and I like that they uh, they really sold that here. Yeah, and they still show that they were both thinking about it too. Yeah. Like Wayne's texting her, like just trying to subtly, hey, I'm you know I'm thinking about you, and <laughs> she's like, oh, I don't care, but she's still looking and she still appreciates it. So I just thought it was a really good example of how to not suck. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well put. Yes. Um, great. All right. Let's move on to ratings then. Victor, what do you give this episode? Oh man. Uh, so I, 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 you know, I, I agreed that there was a couple of, a couple of areas there that kind of made you kind of scratch your head. So what mm -hmm. the hell was all that about? What was all this lead up with Murray Fred? Uh, the it ended up kind of being nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but you don't take points away for that and you don't take points away for sleazy salesman either. I mean, this was not, this, this wasn't about putting salespeople on the pedestal. No. In fact, it was quite the opposite. Mm -hmm. And, 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 you know, I, I, so I almost feel like Matt, maybe something happened, but maybe you got taken. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Where did that salesperson touch you, Matt? Yeah, show us. Yeah. yeah <laughs> show us on the doll. Uh, <laughs> he's blinking. Yeah. Uh, but but you know, all that, you know, in a cold open, and was mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 not like an award winner but it, it was great and i mm -hmm. do enjoy when they move when they, when there's continuity continuity from mm -hmm. the cold open into the episode because then it makes it feel like it's not a throwaway that it's not oh no, it's like you know oh the episode was 21 minutes but really it was only 18 minutes because mm -hmm. the cold open no that this was part of it it was all it's the it's the full package so um you got to give this one a fresh it was a good it was a good fun ride all the way through so uh, a, a solid fresh what i'm hearing victor is that you agree that this is a cold open even though a few seasons ago you argued that cold opens <laughs> don't continue that, that don't, right there <laughs> don't aren't part of the storyline no no i don't know if you if you rewind <laughs> though, that was not my issue with the cold open if you rewind uh, um th there needs to be there needs to be um uh uh 
uh, it's okay, separation. Victor. I just, I just, yeah. Joe Rogan, you right now. I just caught you uh, live. Yeah, you know, <laughs> no, contradicting. No. <laughs> but, but you didn't. And the, the beauty of recording is that we can go back and actually find out what my beef was. So yeah. I yeah. feel, I feel strong with, with, uh, with my allegiance to myself. All right, we'll check the, we'll check the, we'll check the receipts. Okay, uh, Tanya. Shocking that the blue spatula didn't come up. There. I know, right? <laughs> uh. Yeah, you know what? Uh, and and we didn't even talk about Dickens. Like he he played a great oh role, role too in this episode. Um, you know his banter back and forth, and 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 him with the the two other uh, um, auctioneers, yeah. auctioneers, and uh, yeah, great role that he was playing on this one. Um, it was a great episode. Like it, it it didn't. There was no offense, and I liked that it was just the two things. Uh, you guys were saying that they kept on pulling in the whole uh, uh, cousin um, uh, second cousin um, issues um, but yeah it, it, it wasn't distracting it kept on point um, it, it had some great storylines and uh, yeah fresh for sure I think excellent all right Matt oh my god I'm so upset for us that we didn't talk about Dickens because mm-hmm. I even had that written down Dickens, for on sure. how much I loved Dickens in this oh, episode yeah. his drunk ass sitting there <laughs> and yeah so and the what and I, I, I'll give my writing a second but I, I'm upset that we didn't spend more time talking about him <laughs> because he was great and what I loved I think most about him was he was like a little kid at a candy store with his buddies. Mm-hmm. Like this wasn't the Dickens. Like as soon as he was like, these are my friends. Like these are my other auction. He was right in his realm. So happy. Yeah. I think it was the first time I, and, and, and I'm probably wrong, but the first time he didn't correct someone when they called him Dick skin. Mm-hmm. So when Bonnie yells at him, yeah. he just said, Hey, he jumped up. Cause he was yeah. so infatuated with the fact that his friends were there yeah. and he, he didn't care. He's like, I'm here. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Let's all right. Let's do the stupid Caesar thing. They got drunk. They, they, I love, I thought he was fantastic. So I want to get, you're right, Tanya. Good call. He needs credit. Cause they, yeah. I thought he delivered a whole different element that we got so lost on Caesars in this conversation that we left him out. So Dickens, we love you. You did an amazing job. This is episode is a hundred percent a fresh one. I, there were, I literally can't find anything I didn't like. And, and yeah, Victor, you made a point. I'm not about the sales thing. Yes, I have my opinion on that. <laughs> it's not taking away from my enjoyment of the episode. Okay. In fact, it's actually quite the opposite. Because if I can relate to things, even if it's on a negative angle, it still brings me into the episode. It makes it relatable. Um, I loved it. I thought they did a fantastic job from start to finish. Um, no, it's an easy, easy, I, I, easy I'm easy glad. Cause I thought you were setting us up. No, 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 no. Foul play there towards the end. No, despite my antics, I have a level of maturity where I can differentiate <laughs> my personal feelings on things of, towards, you know. But no, it, it, I would never let that happen unless it really hit a, like, there, there's some real certain areas that they trigger, and that's like a hard no. This is not, yeah, I, I have my opinion, but doesn't I, I have a lot of sales friends. I love them. They're, there's just the tactics, but they sold them well in this episode. And they did a great job. So the episode as a whole was very strong. So it's an easy, 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 fresh. Okay. Um, this episode, um, let's see. It's a very dense, dense dialogue, dense episode. Uh, like when they talk about, you know, they, they shoot, I don't know how many pages of script a day or whatever. I feel like yeah. this episode here is probably 50% 
more script than most of their episodes. There was a lot there. Like I had 20 clips that I clipped and it took me a much longer. And I left out most of the squirrely Dan and dairy uh, yeah. back and forth because there was just too much shit. Um, it, it reminded me a lot of the re- relationships episode with, with the, the, the witty whip fast back and forth dialogue. Uh, this time it wasn't Wayne and his date, but it was, uh, it was Wayne and Mer- McMurray with the, the dealer with the sales lady. And she, she, I thought she did a great job, um, but not quite as funny. And uh, as well, not quite, it's, it's nowhere near as funny as relationships. It was fun. It was okay. It makes me want to try Caesar. I loved I loved the, the conclusion of the Marie Fred role, hopefully knock on wood. Uh, on letter Kenny. Uh, so there's a lot of really good stuff here. So I give it a fresh, but it's, it's just a fresh. Oh my God. And there's the unicorn. I regret nothing. All right. So Ray, you got to see the unicorn. How do you feel? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I feel fantastic. Uh, it's absolutely fresh. <laughs> All right. It's uh, a great follow-up to the first episode. Uh, just fresh. Very fresh. Okay, cool. So we'll move on to top fives. Oh. Ray hasn't given his uh, his opinion of... Who? Or no, I got everyone's... His fresh. I've got everyone's rating. Oh, you did give fresh. Yeah, Ray, Ray sorry, gave it a fresh. Sorry, that's my bad. <laughs> yeah, finish finish <laughs> off that wine there. I'm Welcome sorry. to the show, everybody. <laughs> I haven't had wine in a week. It might be getting yeah. to me. <laughs> the, the, the Weight Watchers is. Uh, by the way, I'm five. I'm, I'm dropped five pounds in a week. Uh, no. Where? where? Uh, what, what do you mean where? At home. I'm, I've been at home. Where? I can't leave. I can't go he anywhere. Lost it. like, it's somewhere in the house. You can't find yeah. it. We're supposed to support the guy, Victor. <laughs> yeah, thanks, bud. <laughs> I guess that's how that came off bad. Where I meant, did you I meant it? Where? <laughs> That's like when Tanya said she, we didn't know any runners. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Anyway. Oh, out now. Awesome. All right. Let's move on. To, uh, uh, I, pre- I know what you're trying to say there, Victor, and I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> If not the delivery, it's underneath his beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had I hid it under the beard. Okay, so top five, Victor. Does this make your top five? It does not. No, uh, Tanya. No, no. I'm uh, still Ma- waiting for that. I want the prostate exam. When's that one? Uh, two in two oh, episodes. Man, Matt, does this make your top five? I'm gonna surprise you guys. Oh, it it does. Really, I, I really, I loved it, man. Huh. Despite all the uh, miss opinion and the, the feelings coming into the end here i i really enjoyed it uh, i'm gonna knock off my number five which is yard sale saturday i believe or yep. whatever it's called um and i'm gonna pop this in there it's i i loved it I, you I like the dicker it. episodes because yard sale is a dicker episode and now this is a oh yeah good good call yeah. no it's just i just i genuinely enjoyed it there wasn't there's no flaws in this episode in my opinion okay uh, was it the funniest thing in the world no but it was I just, I, I really liked what they did with all the topics they covered, mm-hmm. even though two of the main topics were things that I was going to say, I don't even like, you don't even like, like sales, uh, like Dickie. I don't sales like people Caesars and or I don't Caesars. like salespeople and, <laughs> and a major uh, list. Yeah. Well, impressive. Good. It means uh, he's open-minded. Excellent. I'm very open-minded. Uh, Ray, do you have a top five you'd like to share? Uh, no, this is not in my, uh, not my top five. Not your, not in your top five. Okay, cool. Yeah, wh- what are what, some of your favorites? Yeah, what are some of your favorites? So St. Perfect's Day is probably my favorite. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, 
it just, I, I don't know if it was like nostalgia or what, but it just, it, it felt very, uh, very familiar to me. Mm-hmm. Um, attention's paid, obviously. Oh, I think uh, that's unanimous. Yeah. Um, uh, I yeah. forget the name of the episode, but the Canada Gooses episode. Yeah. yeah. Coach plus and, the, uh, and everybody. Plus the golf course. It just, I, I had a, uh, a, a baseball coach in high school, uh, who got really pissed because we had this field that was just covered in geese everywhere. And somebody tried to chuck a baseball at it at one point, oh, really, really dumb, you know, yeah. something like a, a dumb 13, 14 year old would do mm-hmm. coach freaked out to explain to us the majesty of Canada goose. This turns out he's, he's from Ontario. Ah, so, <laughs> he's representing. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I like the Canada goose one really hit home with me. Um, and then the season nine, uh, it was probably like the last of my favorites season, uh, season, what the last episode of season nine. Oh, we lost Ray. Did we lose Ray? Oh, coming back on. I think I lost her. There you go. Oh, you're yeah. back. Can you hear us? Sorry, I got cut off there for somehow. We got gotcha. you. We got gotcha. you. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, sorry, sorry. The, the your last one there. You said something about season nine. Which one? The last episode of season nine? Sorry, no. The um the uh. Premiere. Oh, premiere. So oh, first, yeah, the, yeah, with yeah. Katie's uh, cold open. Yes, yeah. yes, that that was a definitely a good one. Awesome. Okay, uh, let's move on to what do we have here? Oh, MVPs. Uh, Tanya, are you going to be ready for oh, your MVP? Shit. Okay, oh, thanks, Victor. Good thing we're starting yeah. with you. Take sure. your time. Well, you know what? I was I was coming in with uh, uh, McMurray uh, to be my MVP today, but I'm mm-hmm. going to put him. Uh, um, he's going to have to be a runner up for me uh, because Matt really helped me uh uh with this one and so i have to go og here and i have to give this to the caesar the, the, i knew you were gonna yeah, pull that shit. yeah because, you, because, you know with all this with all the nonsense and and the talk from all of you oh. djs about this you gotta give it to the star of the show because this this episode as much as uh you know it was about the dealership it was the, all the fun was ha- uh, is was actually back at Modine's with the Caesars, so mm-hmm. got to give it to the Caesars and specifically uh, the the Skids Caesar because that was the winner. Okay, in my books, Tanya, have you figured it out yet? Um, oh, there was some great, great stuff, but I think the person I liked the most was Anik, 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 Anik. I, I, I just, I liked how she, she, I, I liked her in that role. I like, I liked her taking control of the, uh, uh, competition and, um, how she kept things, you know, back to where it was supposed to be. Um, mm-hmm. even though it kept on trying to stray mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, that's, okay. that's who I picked. Matt? Uh, I feel like I'm very out of character tonight. I actually liked so many people in this episode. I really struggle. I, and, and I'm like, Tanya, I gave this some real thought. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of it, where I landed, believe it or not, was on Mary Fred. Oh, um, oh. interesting. And, and I'll tell you, and it probably um, marries well with, with my opinion on some of the episode, mm-hmm. was how she stiffed the, the rep at the end there. When she pulled out that recording yeah. of yeah. what she said about Quebec sure. drivers and drug drivers. I, I thought I'm like, I was like slow clap. I'm like, well done. Mm-hmm. Like she had her hook line and single points. Like I own you. Mm-hmm. You're giving me the truck. I thought that was brilliant. And it, it caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting it. So credit where it's due. And, uh, she got her truck and she got the price she wanted. Yeah. But she, but she didn't get her man. 
No, no 80,000 clicks for, for almost $30,000. I don't think that's much of a deal anyway, but it was a truck though. It's not a car. Anyway. Uh, okay. A Fiat. <laughs> it's not a car. Okay, so Marie Fred, that, that's, that's, that's an interesting pick because let's see. Uh, I've got, okay. Two runner ups, Rosie. I thought was a lot of fun, especially, and, and a lot of it was what, not, not any of her dialogue, but mostly her I reactions. I was going to say. Her reactions to the there texts. There's no fun. Uh, her reactions to the texts were, I thought she did a really, I thought she did a lot with just that. Her and, facial. And her facial and, and well, plus she's just, just damn hot. But anyway. Oh, she's I, so. Yeah. I really, I, I really appreciated Rosie. Uh, Rosie in this episode, but that's not my, my MVP. Dickens. Uh was a lot of fun he was like matt i totally agree with you when you said that we didn't give him enough time i agree i thought he was he was a lot of fun but he's not my mvp he's a runner-up my mvp is marie fred hey and i wrote this down before we started recording because she was always going to be the mvp i thought she did an amazing job and and acting like in terms of acting like if you watch the episode i don't know how many times you guys watch it i watched it multiple times so when knowing what the trigger, when Lisa says the whole thing about uh, the, when the dealer says the whole thing about Quebec's like driving drunk, watch her face. She says a lot in the look that if you were paying attention, you knew that she was miffed about that. And then fast forward oh, yeah. to the triumphant scene that Matt's talking about uh, was really well done again. Like she, it was her drop the mic scene. And then fast forward again to when Wayne walks her to the truck, her performance of what her, her expectation versus what happened. And when Wayne closes the truck door in her face, basically, and walks away without looking back her, everything about everything she did there was really well done. So I really, really, Oh, and her reactions to the off thing, the offbeat things that, that McMurray said every time he said something like mentioned snatch or mentioned the woman wasn't wearing a bra, watch Marie Fred. She, it, she did a really great job, and and uh, so I had to give her the MVP for this one, right? Uh, so, runner up would be rolled just for the beef eater uh, <laughs> beef phrase yeah. there, <laughs> uh, and then uh, I think the winner is Rosie for me. Um, mm-hmm. One of my favorite things in comedies is when there's like really subtle good acting, mm-hmm. and like you said, when she's reading the the text messages. Uh, since Peaky Blinders was mentioned in the episode, Tom Hardy and Peaky Blinders does the best acting without speaking ever. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I, I'm just a sucker for that sort of stuff. So Rosie's uh, reading of the text messages was probably my favorite part. So she nice. gets the MVP. I got to watch that Pe- Peaky Blinders. I haven't so seen good. it. Yes, you do. I've, all, I've only done it. I've done a season and a half. I, I need to get back. It's so fucking good though. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. So uh, great MVPs. Let's move on to see the future. Is there anything from this episode that, I can't think of anything that hints to anything in the future, but Victor, is there, what, what, what would you like to see now? Or, or I, I need to see Glenn. Where the hell is Glenn? Yeah. Uh, give me, bring back Glenn. I like maybe Glenn and, 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 uh, jerks are going to be dating or something like that. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. Like I may, let that be the future. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, it would be. <laughs> yeah. He'll be like, you know, I should Glenn the redeemer. Uh, and he's going to bring, you know, you bring Dirks to the, to the good side. Or but do you want to see know. Dirks come back? I mean, I know you've already meant, you've already I, let known what, how you I feel like about Dirks. Marie. Fred. I like, yeah. I like Dirks. I, I, I think he's run its, run its course already, but uh, uh, I wouldn't be like the, I'd be, 
more disappointed to see Murray Fred come back than if uh, rather. Than so I was going to ask you that because I know, like, you've made it clear that you're uh, how you feel about the Murray Fred character, but no, no part of this episode has redeemed it at all. Like, not not necessarily no. to be uh, Wayne's love interest, but would you not want to see her back at all? N- no, because it doesn't make sense because she mm-hmm. spent the whole month in that stupid town and still did not uh, acclimate herself to anybody. Right. So, you know, for nobody knew that she was there. So clearly she, she was, she didn't feel that she I was don't think she spent the she month in the town. I think she used the well, port- protestant she, portal she, and came in when she needed to. Sure. Well, yeah, well <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But the point is like, even she never, she was at no point. Was there any inkling that she was going to be part of the crew? Right. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. she's, she's, a, she's an outsider as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, Anik's more part of the crew now than her so uh, i don't know there's just there's no place for her there's no reason for her to exist yeah. she's not dating anybody right. she's not no one knows about her um she there, there's nothing left between her and uh and wayne mm-hmm. so like the hook you know the the dealer probably never wants to see her again i don't know just uh, <laughs> yeah. we, we already have so you know these episodes are so short yeah and we don't have time for the people we love Right. So you know what I mean? Like, uh, so just, yeah, no, uh, make more, more time plans. for the people you love. That's very, yeah, that's what I'm, that's saying. very hallmark of you there, Victor. All right. Uh, Tanya. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I need a few minutes on that. Um, okay. Um, what, what are we talking about? The future. Is there anything you want to see? Future. Does this episode Shit. trigger anything that you want to see in the future? Uh, yeah. Glenn, I agree with Victor mm-hmm. hands down. I want more Glenn. I love Glenn and, 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 um, the, the, the Dickens, the Dicks, the Dick. Oh, the Dicks. Well, yeah, well, we'll get more of them and we get more Glenn. We've seen Glenn comes back for at least one episode, but yeah, for sure. Uh, Matt, is there anything, uh, there isn't, um, I feel like at this, like two episodes in, they've Mm -hmm. like actually gone ahead and closed off every thing that we were wondering about or caring about, from previous seasons and now they've given themselves a blank slate. So Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm holding on for the ride. I'm looking forward to what's coming. I don't even want to guess. I just Mm -hmm. bring it on. This is, I think this is a fantastic start to the season Mm -hmm. and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. The the Shorzy storyline, right? Yeah. There's still that. that. There's still that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, So there's the Shorzy storyline, but you're right. There's nothing else. I mean, there was no hint at all of anything between uh, Bonnie and, uh, and Derry at, at the Caesar competition. So uh, it doesn't look like that. And in fact, and coach wasn't involved Derry, in this. Derry was drooling over a Nick again. So who knows if a Nick sticks around, whether there, there might be a reprisal there, but uh, um, yeah, you're right. Uh, there's not much else. Uh, uh, Ray, have you seen the rest of season 10? No. Oh, okay. So is there anything you want to binge it after this? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't blow anything. Oh, nice. Hey. <laughs> so then what, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I have this, I don't know that I'm looking forward to it. Cause mm-hmm. I think that's a, if this actually happened, I think it'd be potentially bad, but I feel like there's something up between Katie and Daryl. Um, like ro- romantically, you mean? Yeah. Mm. I, I, I think, I don't know if it's going to be like one of those, like, uh, you know, one night mistake things and everybody just gets weird for an episode or something, but I just have a weird feeling. There's something there. Like I know the cold open is its own thing, but they're together to start the episode sort of by themselves, which I thought was weird. And then, um, Katie has a couple looks when Daryl's going through the, uh, you know, looking at Anique and and there's that whole conversation with with that table. So I I don't know. I feel like there might be something up there. Well, I mean, Katie was, was just as thirsty for a Nick as everyone else was. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Yeah. 
All right. That's interesting. I mean, that, that would be an interesting storyline if it ever happened. Uh, definitely, especially considering what Wayne's reaction might be to his buddy, Derry. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't even imagine yeah. that. All right. Uh, so the only other thing I have here is uh, just the results of last week's Tanya's Twitter poll. Um, this is crazy. <laughs> Which love interest would you prefer for Derry? Uh, apropos to what we were just talking about, Ray, this poll got 574 fucking votes. I don't even remember asking the question. <laughs> well, I, think I, I was a little jealous at this point. So, I mean, my polls get like 30 yeah. votes sometimes on a good day, maybe 50, 574. I guess people had a lot to say about that. And, and the two options were Bonnie McMurray and Nick. And this is, this is kind of just a reaction to, that's funny. Uh, you know, from last season, it looked like Bonnie might be an option, but then a Nick comes back. So which one would you rather have? I remember Danielle saying that she'd rather have uh, a Nick because you got to let the paint dry still on Bonnie. But, um, Twitter but then di- they dropped it completely with the yeah, whole Bonnie thing. And you know what? Twitter disagreed anyway. They think 84.8% of those 500 people say it should be Bonnie McMurray. Yeah, of course. Over 15.2%. And in this episode, Derry totally was like, so Bonnie. unique. Yeah, well, yeah. How's it going? Well, yeah. Like he completely bypassed the whole Bonnie standing right there. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, we'll see if they pick up on that or, um, I doubt it because again, if she cheats, it's over. Right. So, uh, but we'll see what happens. I mean, there's gotta be some kind of a, uh, struggle there. So, uh, all right, we move on finally to, uh, I mean, we're, we're running on a marathon episode again here. So let's, uh, let's go to final comments. Victor, what do you got? Uh, what I got? Well, first, uh, uh, Ray, thank you so much for joining us. I have to say you're a very patient man. Uh, we did a lot of talking and, and so I feel like it took a lot for you to, uh, you know, uh, to break uh, you through know, turn and, uh, and yeah, so good on you. And then we learned at the end that you're, uh, additionally patient and kind of having, you know, force yourself not to watch the rest of the season, just, yeah, uh, not kudos. to, uh, you know, to, to, to kind of a fresh, uh, take with us today. So uh, we appreciate that about you for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I mean, next time you're on, feel free to interject, interject more as you see, that's the norm here. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you're not uh, kind of breaking the rules, uh, you know, I think he was uh, afraid uh, of the blue spatula, Victor, you, you intimidated. Well, no, well that, that, that got out in the first, uh, you know, 30 seconds when you introduced him as a Bruins fan, but that's all right. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, no, none of us are perfect. So, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll give you a pass on that one. Uh, Matt, or sorry, Tanya. Uh, I, I reiterate what Victor is saying. Uh, Ray, thank you so much for coming out. It was a pleasure having you absolutely jump in whenever, cause that's apparently what we're doing. Uh, my apologies for the, for the <laughs> trigger happy. I haven't had wine all week and my mm-hmm. God, I was, uh, very, um, um, I, I drank it all. Anyways, um, fun as always. Thank you so much. And, uh, I, I really, I really want to see the, the prostate one. When's that coming up? Oh my God. I know in a couple I'm of weeks, fixated on it now. You're, you're making, better it, not you're, disappoint. you're making it too big. You're I know. I am. Yeah, I know. It's you true. You know, what's, it down, you know, what's coming up next about week. About 10%. You know, what's coming up next week. What's coming. The up? episode next week is called Dick meat. What? Oh. Exactly. Dick. Yes. So guess what? <laughs> dick. Oh, the D Y C K. Yes. Okay. So the Dickin, Dickens, Dickens, uh, no, not the, Dickens. What is happening? What's happening? She, she's having a stroke right now. <laughs> dick, Noah Dick is making his return next. Dick week. is happening okay. next week. Yes. So and that's what she's distracted. Victor, come on. Um, Matt, oh, your final wow. comments. 
boys start yourself out right doesn't it (laughs) right such a pleasure my friend i'm glad you made it i'm loving this season and there's Mm -hmm. all these new faces and i'm so i'm so thrilled that everyone joins us um i hope you had fun man Uh, again i know we did a lot of ranting this time (laughs) a little more cutting off than we normally do uh i don't know we got a little a little rowdy over caesars and sales and that i don't know man it's what the friday fuck? night aspect of it all yeah friday that could night. be it that could be it yeah and i appreciate again i appreciate you guys all rescheduling for me i know i think i pinged out uh, what i could ping you on tuesday night oh like, you were getting hey. gears from the dm group too yeah, like, like uh, oh i just remembered oh, it was my DM birthday group. no i'm kidding guys I love you. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of sad posts who was, but it? was i think joey took a shot like what am i gonna do on third on friday morning when there's no show yeah I'm, Oh, and oh, Mike yeah. Mike Benelli posted a picture, or a GIF representing him uh, at, in this what at lunchtime with yeah, with nothing to do because he can't listen to the protestant. <laughs> so we we appreciate you guys, and we yeah. appreciate how I love it. Those actually made me laugh even more and reinforced that I made a good choice. So <laughs> reinforced. So I don't know this is always fun. I mean, like I said, I've had a rough week. Mm-hmm. Um, these these are always highlights for me. So. Yeah. Uh, thanks to everyone who uh, takes part and joins us and for all of you guys, this is so much fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I had a great week, but no, I get it. It's been a challenging <laughs> it week. Christmas. Yeah. It's it Christmas for Al. Um, challenging week. I, I, I yeah. Blue spatula. There you go. I got it once, one last time there. Cha- uh, challenging week. And and so, yes, you guys are right. This is, this is always a highlight of the week. I was looking forward to it and I'm glad we, we got to, to meet you, Ray, uh, in, you know, not in person, but you know what I mean? Uh, other than just on, on the DM group, we, we got to, to meet you. Um, great job and and hopefully we can have you back uh, or you know and feel free to join us on ag hall socials now too now that you know how this works um and yeah looking forward to next week uh ray you got anything uh just thank you for having me um thanks for doing a podcast about a, a comedy <laughs> like letter kenny it, it really on the commute it just makes it so much easier it goes by quick uh <laughs> makes me not want to drive off the side of the road and you know, do a bridge <laughs> oh. or banquet or something like that. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, some of the things that. Victor says makes me want to drive off the side of the road sometimes, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think in the future I'll go at Victor about misfire and also the Maple <laughs> Leafs. But for now, um, you know, just thank you. It's been a lot of fun to listen and catch up and uh, appreciate it. Good. I hope you had fun. Absolutely. All right, I'm going to play us off here with one of those great songs that I was talking about before. This one here is uh, from this episode. It's called uh, Ta- uh, Talking Distance uh, by Sunbeam Sound Machine. Let me uh, spool this one up here. That's all we have for this episode. Next week, we recap and review episode three of season 10, Dick Meat, with our buddy Brian Tan from the Plotaholics podcast, making his protostand debut. Uh, don't forget to give our sponsor, Diabolical Coffee, some love. They are at DiabolicalCoffee.com. Right now, you can use the promo code PRODUSTAND for 10% off any purchase from their site. If you'd like to support the podcast, rate us on iTunes, Spotify, or become a patron. There is a Patreon link on our site or Twitter profile at ProtostandPod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at ProtostandPod. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to go have some Caesars, except for Matt. 
uh, on behalf of Ray, Victor, Matt, Tanya, and myself, thank you for listening and have a great week. Yeah.